that freeze then? Don't think so. That's weird. It froze for me. I, I keep having weird things with uh, the stream ad. But yeah, Audhu Billahi Minashitan Rajim, Bismillah Rahman Rahim, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh, everybody, brothers and sisters, Brother Sharif. How you doing, bro? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, good, good. I think Jake's going to be joining us soon. Jake's just been uh, Inshallah. knocking him down. His particular <laughs> good old swinging him about, like windmilling and that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, alhamdulillah, yeah. and I, and I think obviously uh, Abdurrahman. Good news, everyone. Yeah, he's just had the baby. We got a uh, we got a little voice note of um, the baby crying. Alhamdulillah. That's so, good, May Allah bless him and his family and uh, grant his newborn good health. We don't know if it's a boy or a girl, did he? He didn't tell us. Uh, I can't remember. He might. Have I don't mean. Some, I think Muslassin said boy or son. Was it? Okay. Muslassin said, but I don't know. He might. Muslassin yeah, might yeah. be guessing. All right. Okay then. But Alhamdulillah, he's a uh, baby's here, so he's probably not going to join us. Um, obviously, understandably. Yeah. Does it? Does it? Uh, obviously, for the audience, they might not know, but there's a fo- ex-footballer. Uh, he's uh, used to be a manager as well, called Roy Keane. Uh, and Roy Keane, when he was like in charge of, I think one of the football teams, I think it might have been Sunderland, and uh, one of his players uh, wasn't able to come to uh, to train uh, because obviously his wife had a kid, so he was asked about it. And it's it's quite famous on YouTube. Uh, this video image. And he basically turned around and he said, uh, why is he not coming? And he goes, oh, he's had a kid, hasn't he? He goes, yeah, he didn't give birth to it, did he? Yeah. And then he goes, what's he doing? Breastfeeding. <laughs> but he said it with such a straight face. He was like, and? Yeah, <laughs> what's the point? So anyway, but uh, uh, but obviously we're, we're not like Roy Keane. We have a bit of uh, rahma upon Upon yeah. these situations, well, he's, he's been he's probably been awake for the whole bloody two days, isn't it? Isn't <laughs> Three that? days, so yeah. And to be honest, it was actually, uh, uh, yeah, it, it was actually meant to be last Friday as well, so it was uh, slightly overdue. But alhamdulillah, from uh, what he told us, everybody's healthy, which is the main thing, alhamdulillah. Uh, and then hopefully, inshallah, they get their rest and uh, yeah, and being his second child as well, mashallah. Yeah, 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 may Allah increase and give him a, a large Amen. number of children that make him happy and fill his old age with joy and ease. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I found, I found Jake. Is he on? Is he coming? He's still alive. He's battling it out with uh, someone called Rob. All right, don't tell, don't, don't. They'll all leave our stream and join there. Don't worry, Jake's going to come here. Don't worry. So Jake and Joe will be coming here. <laughs> He'll be here yeah, literally about a minute or two. Don't leave. <laughs> it looks like he's ending it. Yeah, <laughs> you've I'm missed it. That, if you, are, you can watch that, it afterwards. He, he looks like he's in beast mode at the moment. He's oh, like right, okay, furiously then. reading from something. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, he's coming here. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Jazakha so uh, to I... the new. One second. Jazakha to the new member. I am Harold, and to everyone else, I think we got. I counted it. It was like twenty-six or twenty-seven new members okay, in that last live stream. Alhamdulillah. So that was amazing. Jazakha to everyone who joined then, who's joined now, who will join, and who has joined in the past. Allah bless you all. Um, we also have a Patreon account, um, which has at the moment, I think, 16 Patreons or something around that number. Um, so may Allah bless all of you guys as well. Um, and yeah, and I should, inshallah, I'm going to I'm gonna run down to my mates tomorrow and try and get some merch sorted. 
inshallah, and see if I can get a t-shirt or a hoodie printed with tap on it or something. Thought Adventure <laughs> Podcast. Um, for when I go down to London. So there's that as well. Um, but other than that, uh, oh, yep, yeah, another one. Jazakallah Lee Major for becoming a member as well. May Allah bless you. So where do you want to begin? So the purpose of the stream today is specifically going to be talking about a review of a discussion we had last week um, with AP. And we're going to be going over a few points um, that were mentioned inside the stream. So obviously there was a number of transitions. The first section of the whole debate was specifically on the notion of a necessary being. Um, the And then it sort of moved on from that to this um, thing he put forward about an argument uh, from the problem of hellfire. Uh, and then it transitioned back again, I think. What happened yeah. towards the end? Okay. Back to... Yeah, he sort of transitioned back again as well. Um, yeah. The ha For me, the highlights of the debate, so, you know, obviously is a very brief, really, I think there's two highlights that I sort of get from the debate. And obviously I've watched it back, so I've gone over what went on. But the two key things that I think came out of this was, uh, one, he accepted that there was, he used the word solid, and we'll look at that. But he said there's justified, reasonable uh, belief that there is one God. So he did believe that was justifiable and reasonable. But he also believed it was justifiable and reasonable to believe in materialism. But he, So he accepted that particular premise. And the second thing that um, was a highlight was the issue of he was trying to demonstrate that there was a logical contradiction in the uh con islamic conception of god and in the end I, he accepted yeah uh, again we will look at this he accepted that the position that he had could not be reduced to a logical contradiction i don't want to go into too much detail because we will cover that but those are the two main issues really so on the one hand the central theme or central pillar of islam or one of the central pillars of islam which is belief in one god he believes it's reasonable justified and the second thing, which was the Islamic conception of God, whether it could be reduced to an internal contradiction, he, in essence, conceded that that couldn't be the case. He just said it kept on repeating the point incoherent, but he never really understood that. And then when it was made more explicit, he accepted it wasn't an incoherent argument. So those are the two key highlights. But I think, uh, uh, I think uh, while we're here, and hopefully Jake will join us soon, inshallah. Yeah, I think maybe we should uh, ask the first question, which was, you know, I think it was a question that a lot of people actually asked. <laughs> it was a question we yeah, asked yeah, ourselves yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it, which it's, was, it's one that keeps cropping up as well. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's an understandable question, which was, was it correct to bring Ridvan, or the apostate prophet, uh, onto our TAP Thought Adventure podcast stream? So I don't know what your thoughts are. Yeah, well, well, obviously it begs the question, like, why why not, first of all? Um, and a number of the um, sort of responses uh, that we were getting to that particular question was that oh, we shouldn't be giving him a platform. Um, he's been, uh, quote-unquote, destroyed a number of times. Um, what's the point? Why keep doing this? Blah, 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 blah. Now, I guess my thoughts with regards to that is, number one, we didn't give him a platform. He already had one, uh, much bigger than ours. He's got uh, over a quarter of a million subscribers. 
and we're here with our measly five thousand. <laughs> like, yeah. In fact, we were four thousand when he <laughs> at the time he, yeah, yeah, last yeah. week. Yeah, <laughs> and I can guarantee that a very small percentage of the people that have subscribed to our channel might be interesting to do a poll on this actually um but it'd be interesting to know how many of our subscribers were exposed to him having not been exposed to him prior i have a feeling that the majority of the people have already heard of him have already come across his stuff and one of the reasons is is one he has a huge channel he's got over a quarter million subscribers and when you're that big the YouTube and he's obviously using tags and things like that in his videos and he's got keywords and stuff everywhere. Now, what that does is it means if you search anything about Islam, whether or not it's about him, but just the, the keyword Islam itself, what happens is, is YouTube recommends his popular content to these people, whether or not they've heard of him, whether or not someone's brought him onto their show. And one of the main reasons is because he has a huge evangelical and Hindu base which watch his videos along with these keywords when they're searching them and propagate his material everywhere, all over Twitter, all over YouTube comments. He's constantly getting mentioned by his following in these videos. And he does have this, um, like they, they coordinate, <laughs> like they go into comment sections, they, they search for revert videos, they search for this, that and the other. And if when anyone gets into Islam and goes onto the internet, it, it guaranteed there's going to be some people that are following either this guy or the next man uh, who's engaged in anti-Islamic apologetics um, and they're recommending all of their videos. So th that would be my major thing to say is one, we're not um, giving him a platform because he already had one. Two, he gave us a platform. He shared our content on his channel. So we, inshallah, the bridge works both ways. It's not just that people from ours go to his, even though because his platform's already so much bigger than ours, it's much more likely that they were aware of him way before they were even aware of us. But it works the other way. People that were, you know, maybe silent observers in the background, maybe affected by his thing, or thinking that um, maybe he has some decent grasp of things like philosophy or whatever, um, are going to be coming over to our channel, inshallah, as a result of this interaction. Hmm. So it's, it's a two-way bridge. It's not a one-way um, three, uh, I think it's number three. The people that are saying, "Oh, you know, it's irrelevant now." Um, <laughs> funnily enough, uh, you don't you don't need to deal with him. Now, the, the problem is, is that this isn't how YouTube works. The, the YouTube algorithm, um, it doesn't matter if he's made the same content over and over and over again. There's so many people in the world now, and there's so many people going on the internet, even if he's already been like dealt with in a previous video with another brother. Um, he can make the same content again, or he can just ignore refutations and just keep pumping out, you know, recycled stuff. And mm. it's always going to reach a new audience. Why? Because people grow up. People who didn't used to look on the internet for these kind of things start at some point. Someone who was a young person becomes a teenager, becomes an adult. They start searching this kind of stuff. They're going to come across his content. And just and so that one of the things they said is, if you just ignore him, he'll go away. <laughs> that's not how it works. It really is not how it works. Mainly because of his huge like following, uh, holding him up. That being the evangelical yeah, it's a career as well. He's, yeah, he's he's get, he's yeah. probably getting a lot of funding for what he's doing. Yeah, he's getting yeah. a lot. Of, probably has a lot of patrons. So he's he, he's incentivized not necessarily for the truth. He's incentivized in order to feed 
his particular audience what what his audience wants and he will do this i think from yeah. my perspective obviously you know one thing that needs to be understood is that um he started doing videos about you know so-called deconstruction videos of yourself and deconstruction videos of jake mm -hmm. and each of those videos got over thirty thousand views so it's not like it was a, a small number and so obviously the question is do you address him if we address him how do we address him you know, do you address it on your channel individually or do you have a debate with him or these types of things? So I thought we thought, well, you know, he's a, he's a discuss with two of the brothers from TAP. So why don't you just bring him on to TAP? Like we had a discussion and we've had many discussions with different um, uh, people that have come on. You know, it's not uh, mm -hmm. we don't see this as a debate in terms of, you know, we're here to debate you. Yeah, we've got points. We want to try and convince you. But we're going to give you the opportunity to uh, ask. So I think we thought it was a good opportunity to bring him on. And also, I think more importantly is that it's a good opportunity to show to Muslims how to address certain key issues and key arguments and how to yeah. approach these types of people. Because, you know, a lot of times these people bring up questions which are peripheral branch problems, you know, like, for example, the rules secondary related. Issues, not yeah, secondary issues. Yeah. So there are, you know, rules related to this or rules related to that. Well, they don't. What you have to do is you have to say, well, actually, all of these rules are premised upon a particular basis. Now, if you want to justify the secondary issues, you justify the basis. If you want to refute the secondary issues, you have to, in essence, refute the basis uh, as it is. And I think a lot of this now, you, we see this on YouTube, a lot of these ex-Muslims or you know who come out and basically say, we are experts, we, we know this, that, and the other. He's sort of the archetype of that. In the yeah, same yeah. way, Aaron Ra was like the archetype of the YouTube atheists. And so really it's about trying to look at this person as an archetype as a way to demonstrate how a lot of these types of people, they throw out accusations and criticisms, but when you get them into an engagement and a discussion, particularly upon the real fundamental issues, the real relevant issues about Islam, then you find that they are, you know, largely vacuous in terms of their arguments. So I think yeah. it, was, uh, it was useful, it was good. You know, there is arguments either way. So I'm not saying it's, it's not invalid or for people to say that we maybe we shouldn't have given a platform you know i'm not saying necessarily that's an invalid thing it's a it's a judgment call and i think we made a judgment call and the fact that we had over thirty thousand people watch that video uh and subsequent to that we had even more people watching the other videos like justin's video who, who converted to islam so it was yeah. a few thousand and, extra who watched that and i, I want to let people know as well we didn't just like do this on a whim yes. we, we went we seeked advice from other duarts we we asked mm. people of knowledge like we we were speaking to people. We got the advice of a few. We didn't just like go oh yeah let's do this. Um, we thought about it. And we had a discussion about it, and we got some advice and decided in the end after that discussion and thinking about it to go ahead with it. It's not yeah yeah um, something that so was taken lightly. So the next question would be: uh, Were we too nice with him when he was on the street? It's a shame Abdurrahman's not here because uh, <laughs> we could. Because uh, I think he's got thoughts about this as well. But yeah, what do you reckon, Yusuf? Were we too nice to him on the stream? So this is a good question. So for me, I'm obviously we we've got a certain way of doing things. Oh, mashallah, look who's here. Assalamu uh, alaikum. <laughs> you got into it. I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I saw. I saw you going absolutely. So let me ask Jake. Let me ask Jake this question. 
because we're asking the question we were just going through just preliminaries in terms of some of the key questions about uh the review so the first one was uh, we asked we already asked uh, and answered was it worth getting him on yeah was that the right decision second one now is were we too nice to him on the stream what do you reckon jake well what did you guys conclude on the first one I think we, 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 we said we, we, you know, evaluated, we made a judgment call. There is obviously mm. other judgment calls. We're dealing with somebody who's got 300,000 subscribers. We have an opportunity to address their audience. Uh, we yeah. have an opportunity to demonstrate to Muslims how to address people like these types of, uh, you know, anti-Muslim rhetorics. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, not just in terms of the content, but also the manner. Yeah, well... One second. Yeah. So I think I think it was worth it in the sense that um, we got to speak to him. Uh, I think that overall it worked out as far as what our objective was and what we wanted to accomplish. I do understand that certain of the Muslims in the audience may have hesitated and um, it's not like we didn't consider the, you know, the pros and cons of bringing the guy on. But I think at the very least also what it established is um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm just going to say this, that I would never have the guy on again. Uh, I, I would never speak to him on that type of conversation ever again. Um, and yeah, I just think that he's not a type of person. See, the thing is, he makes these claims that he just wants to have honest conversation and chill out and everybody just talk and you know, have a good conversation, but he doesn't. I mean, I don't, we didn't get there yet, but the fact that he wouldn't answer my question about the pen shows that he wasn't there for an honest dialogue. And that type of person, I think we cemented the fact that he's not an honest interlocutor and, and nobody, I don't care. I'm just going to say this flat out because I'm already fired up. Nobody should take this guy seriously whatsoever. Yeah. And I think for his audience as well, and we will discuss it for his particular audience, you know, he started making accusations that we broke promises, that we went back on agreements. Yeah. And we will discuss that. We'll discuss that. Yeah, pull the evidence up. Police, yeah. yeah bring, it's, it's, tell him to bring his proof. Bring his yeah, proof. And it, we'll we'll bring the proof that he would yeah, provide. Yeah, yeah. Mate, yeah. We've got the email conversation here, so I'll pull that up afterwards. <laughs> we'll pull that up afterwards, yeah. And also, not only that, but also he, he, he claimed that we, we changed the topic. The impression was given that he, we changed the topic on him, and it was some different topic. No, we yeah, made it very, very clear and very specific that what the topic was. Um, but in terms of whether we were too nice to him, Abdurrahman, I'll be honest with you, he's a really nice guy, yeah? So Abdurrahman mm -hmm. is always going to be very nice to everybody. Yeah, that's just the way he is. And also, we didn't want to give anybody excuses that we were there to badger him, bully him, you know, cuss him down. We mm -hmm. wanted everybody to realize what the real issue is with apostate prophet. He doesn't yeah. have arguments. So he can't yeah. complain about the manner by which we talk to him. He can't complain about the fact that he didn't have opportunity to speak. He can't complain about the fact that he didn't have over 50 minutes asking his questions yeah? yeah so you know we gave him lots yeah. of ample time to do all of these which was things. a diversion from the, the original, original topic yeah subject. so and we allowed so, him to do that yeah, yeah yeah so we did we gave him everything so the only criticism that he we, that can be leveled now is, uh, in terms of his any performance was him and his arguments yeah that's the only yeah. 
thing that could be leveled. It can't be leveled that we badgered him or anything like that. So I think if people think, yeah, we were too nice, well, you know, we didn't want him to come out with an excuse or his followers to have an excuse that he, we didn't give yeah. him an opportunity to engage. And, and you know, generally we are well. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. We're the nice guys. Mentioned... <laughs> so this is the. We've made this got clear. Just, no. just, just don't watch my previous stream. Then you might think something. Else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess outside of the show, you can be as uh, as grumpy yeah, as you want. Yeah, yeah. But, like we, I, I had we, to we, chill we, out we, once yeah. I got to tap. Now. Yeah. <laughs> because those are the rules, and we and we've in the first episode, we we make this clear. We're here for a particular type of conversation. Maybe, yeah. you know, outside of this, I, like it's not like I haven't lost my temper before, like I have done on um, Hamza's Den once or twice. <laughs> um, but we, we, when we started it, we said, listen, we're going to have a particular kind of conversation on this podcast. And if any of us gets out of line, or if any of us goes a bit too far, the others have to um, put us in our place and tell us, no, no, calm down. Um, or step away for a minute, come back once you've relaxed. Because th the point of this is we don't want this to become a, a screaming match. We don't want it to become about rhetoric. We want, to, want, we want it to become about the, sp the specific content of the arguments being presented. We've had ex-Muslims on before. Yeah. AP was nothing special in that regard. It wasn't any, because you, you mentioned this as well that he was talking like it was the first of its kind and blah, 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 blah. As if we've never, as if there's never been conversations between Muslims and ex-Muslims before. Mm. Yeah, no we, we, Not exactly. just on we, Thought we, Adventure we, podcast. Yeah. There's been countless conversations with EF Dawa with ex-Muslims. Mm. Yeah. There's been conversations with SC Dawa with ex-Muslims. Like, mm. this happens all the time. The, the people generally don't tend to be, like, big YouTubers. Yeah. But there are ex-Muslims. They are having conversations. There's, you know, even like Mohammed Hijab's got a video where he's sat down, he's having food in Canada, I think it was, with a student who was an ex-Muslim discussing free will versus determinism. And yeah. it was a very nice conversation. It was very civil. And that was an ex-Muslim. And, and they were face to face. They were sat down. It's not like Muslims are incapable of having conversations. And this, I guess, touches on something else. So we'd agreed to the, the debate. And he, yeah. he said, you know, we want to have this. Discussion. Nice we said it was a discussion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it wasn't a debate. Well, now, after we'd sort of had these emails, he uploaded a video. He, to be fair, he called it a debate. He's the first one that called it a debate. Yeah. Well, do, well in the discussion, I'm sure Abdul Rahman even said at the beginning of it, "This it's is not a debate. debate." Yeah. It's not yeah. No. Debate. No. I know. I'm just saying that the first time debate came up with reference to this, it was him when he was like, "Oh, I had a debate with four Muslims." Like. He's the Four first one, one, which is really, really funny because when it, when it was with um, brother Daniel Hakikachu, he was so adamant that that wasn't a debate, and yeah. and he, like it, there's an inconsistency here because we said it wasn't a debate, you know, mm -hmm. like and he's doing what he was complaining about, and he's you know he's not even being consistent there with how he treated his um, whole thing with Daniel Hakikachu, and now yeah. how he's treating this with us. Even when we opened it, we said this isn't a debate. And he had no objections there. Um, but yeah, mm. so with regards to... Sorry, what was I saying before that? I, so I got I've got a question here, which probably I think is the point that you were mentioning yourself, which was, uh, was Ridvan given the false impression of what the purpose or question of the stream was? Right, let's pull up no. the emails. No, <laughs> let's pull up the emails. <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's that particular one that we have. 
Uh, shall I read it out as well? I've got it written I'll down. Just, I'll, I'll pull it up and I'll just read it. It's the one where it says, we wanted to have a structured... Yeah, these, these are the things, yeah. So this uh, is the whole... And we can go through all of it. I, I guess it's not... We don't go through all like, of they're, it. They're quite... <laughs> Well, they're quite short, aren't they? But they're, yeah, but they're, they're here for people to look at if they want to. So you, I guess if you want to read the whole conversation, you can pause it. And yeah, go through. and the only reason why we're doing this, we've got enough. Yeah, just keep that one, that one above. Yeah, yeah, I'm the just opening reason, the most people yeah. that want to read them can do. Yeah, so um, the only reason why we're mentioning this because we we don't have anything to hide. And to be quite frank, if he wants to release private, you know, or not even private, we don't even we didn't even consider these private or anything like that. Which this is just us being, you know being open and honest and because yeah. yeah being transparent and because he's trying to claim that uh, or he's not holding other people to account in terms of when people and his following are saying that we uh ambushed him with a different topic yeah so i think it's important that people are aware that actually no we didn't ambush him on the topic because we actually told him what we we're going to do so just uh, go uh, go down sorry uh yeah yeah, so th this was the one where he's sort of outlined. This is important. This bit we don't want to skip over it. Um, yeah, I've got that written down. But we can address that one as well. But but yeah, so we want to he was it. he was asked. You know, you're being approached on. So this is Riyad, uh, our brother, who does the admin work and the aesthetics and stuff in the back. May Allah bless him. Um, so he was having the back and forth with him on our behalf, um, and so he was invited onto it. Um, yeah, you know, mutually, and it's all very polite. And then he says yes, and then he's got a number of questions. Um, yeah, he's putting these who will forward. be participating? The uh, who will be the participating Muslims? Yeah, uh, so who, we agree. Note, before yeah. you go into them, though, note that yeah. this here does not say these are my conditions. Failure yeah. to abide by these means that this will not go ahead. <laughs> no, it, none of that. He's yeah. saying thank you for the in invitation. I appreciate it very much. I would love to join you on your podcast. I would like to clarify. A few things beforehand, if that's okay. Clarify a few things. I'm going to ask some questions and see what yeah. I want. Uh, who will be the participating Muslims? Can we agree on specific range of topics? For example, is Islam true? Does does Allah exist? Three. Am I permitted to stream, upload the footage partially on my own channel? Four. I would like to invite one or more of you to my channel for a discussion as well. I'd love to host Yusuf so he can speak for himself after my criticism of his conversation. Uh, no, I haven't watched that yet because I've got way too much going on at the moment and I'm going to London soon, so it's probably going to be after then that I watch it. But I will do like a little response to that video at some point or a series of responses, uh, depending on the content of what he says. And others are welcome as well. Hope this sounds reasonable. Thank you. Our response, hi Ridvan. The participating Muslims will be the regular panellists from Thought Adventure Podcast. So that's ourselves. We'd like to focus on the first premise of the Shahada about the evidence for the belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the show. We envision you coming on with the opportunity to ask questions and give your own answers and generally discuss uh, with the panelists a related specific topic on the show, i.e. evidences for the existence of the creator. So this was the very first thing that we outlined with regards to his question on What's it going to be about? You can upload the footage to your channel if you want. Regarding your last point, we can discuss this after the show. That yeah, is that's really that's key. That's, that's, key. The, that's the key point there. We because can discuss he say, this after the show. Yeah, yeah, because what Ridwan is saying to us, saying to everybody now is, and he said to us as well, by the way, he said, we contradicted 
the condition for him to come on. We broke a clear promise to uh, co- that he would only come on to our show if we come on to his show. That's what he that said. Was never ex- yeah, that was never yeah. said by him. Yeah. And yeah. keep in mind, so this is our admin and he's talking to him on our behalf. Yeah. And so he's saying, yeah, you can talk to them about it after the show. Yeah. That, which, that's which a conversation you can have. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, which and, he has done, and we have done amongst ourselves. Obviously, not all yeah. us together with AP, but we've discussed it after the show. And ind- individually, he's contacted us, and like, we've all given yeah, our yeah. various responses, or some of us have given responses to it. I've not even responded yeah. to him yet, and uh, I'm yeah. going to touch on that as well because he came on one of my streams, and I didn't want the stream to get distracted. But I'll mention that in a minute. But um, yeah, so then he says, "Hi, Riyadh. That sounds reasonable. Just one note: atheism and theism are not really what I fo- focus on." I'd rather focus on Islam and rather on the Islamic understanding of Allah. Um, other than that, I pretty much agree with the plan. As long as our discussion is held in a respectful manner, I'm happy to, to participate. And then... Uh, and this is key, Riyadh. especially yeah, the yeah, last yeah. sentence in this, or last paragraph. Yeah, so this here is really clarifying. So he had no reason whatsoever to complain after the yeah. stream whatsoever. Uh, really just outlining what we hoped for with regards to this discussion so we said we wanted to have a structured discussion rather than leaving it loose and ill-defined in this way we are potentially let me see if i can make this a bit bigger so guys on phones can see it do you want me to read it out <laughs> that's all right i can read it okay go uh, i've got it on my phone that's why go where where was it uh in this potentially way, it'll... A, yeah so yeah in this way we are potentially able to at least arrive at certain conclusions in the discussion in light of your recent videos on Muslim conversion stories, as well as your debate with a number of Christian apologists on the existence of God, it would be interesting to talk about the fundamental concepts of theism. Let's repeat that. It would be interesting to talk about the fundamental concepts of theism, such that if these ideas are demonstrated to be false or unjustified, then the entirety of Islam would be false. So rather, than debating, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, rather, so rather than debating <laughs> the meaning of this particular text or that and whose interpretation is seen as valid, etc., it would be more useful to address the key fundamental ideas of Islam. The first one being belief in one creator. If then belief in God is false, the entirety of Islam would no longer be justified. This belief is one God, uh, sorry, this belief in one God also forms the Muslim, for the Muslims, the central pillar of the testimony of faith. Thus, it would be a good starting point, keep in mind, starting point, to address this idea, seeing it as is, seeing as it's the very first proposition a Muslim must have belief in, and upon which all other propositions are fully or partly based on. Therefore, we would have uh, we would like to have a focused discussion on whether belief in one God is justified. If you are then interested to have a specific discussion, then we can arrange a date and time convenient to both Thought Adventure Podcast team and yourself. Regards. Hi, Riyad. Sure, that sounds okay. The discussion can revolve around the topics offered. That is fine with me. Is it Where's fully the surprise? open? Is that fully open, by the way? There's a dot, dot, yeah, dot. Uh, yeah, the, the dot, dot, dot. Okay, just the, that's fine. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You know, the so that, that's it. So, he, so he's, that's all you have to do. I think leave yeah. the rest. But that, that's it. He, so he's agreed. That's the point. Yeah. He's, he understood what the topic of the discussion was going to be. We made so it honest, very, very specific. 
pull up that last one as well, where he's like, what's going on? Because, like, keep in mind, he sort of, like, he wasn't really patient. So not all of us have responded to him. I don't think Abdurrahman has gotten back to him. I haven't gotten back to him. And he's I saying have. basically, yeah, so you got back to him. But his claim was is that all four have rejected this promise. First of all, we've established that it's not a promise. And mm. second of all, not all four have rejected it at all. Um, so in the final email conversation he had here, um, where did it go? Uh, yeah. Uh, where did it go? Is it this one? Yeah, here we go. Um, yeah, so hi, Riyad. I'm understanding correctly that you guys are ignoring the invitation to my channel. So first of all, we like this happened not that long after the debate. He's not really giving us the opportunity to respond to him. We're still talking. We still have jobs and other things that we're doing, and like personal. He's not, the, he's not the center of our world. Yeah. yeah. So like this, this idea. Not even a you know, blip on the radar. What are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. So we don't need to respond to him like instantly for one. So it's not that we're ignoring it. It was just we're discussing things and thinking about the best way to approach it. Um, so that's one thing. Uh, and then he said, thereby breaking a promise. Who said we promise X anything? Nothing. We've shown you the email. There's nothing of a sort. And condition. There was no condition. It was a question. It was a query. And we said we'll talk about it after the debate. Yeah, we said we, we would talk about it. And guess what? We did talk about it. You just didn't yeah. like it. Yeah, and the main reason I mean, that's, is that's plain and simple. You just didn't like what we said, but we didn't say that we were going to accept whatever you said. No, we said we would talk about it. We talked about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You just you just didn't like to talk. I mean, that was it. Um, yeah, exactly. And for me personally, I wanted to see how the conversation went first before me too, I agreed me too. to anything like that. Yeah. And then I wanted to see how we was going to act after it. Me too. As exactly. Well, before I made any agreement. Did you guys mention that he hopped on a stream right afterwards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, we've not mentioned stream. that. We've yeah. not mentioned. No, no, yeah. no, he yeah, he hopped on oh, to um, yeah. Pine Creeks. Yeah. Pine Creek stream. Yeah. yeah, and they had a little yeah. powwow. And yeah. I've not watched all of that either because yeah. I've been trying to bloody watch yeah. this one yeah. over and uh, get because the there's there's well. something else too. Actually, a third party, um, modern day debate is has a YouTube channel. They contacted me even <clears throat> before he came on the show, right? And they asked me if I wanted to have a one-on-one -on -one debate with this guy. But we already had him scheduled. So I was thinking the same thing that you were, Yusuf. I said, well, let's see how it goes with the guy. I'm leaving it open, right? Yeah. And then he comes on, and I'm the first one to really engage with him. He doesn't respect me enough to even really have the conversation. And so then, yeah, afterward, when he contacts me, you think I want to talk to you? Get out of here, man. I'm not interested. Okay. But yeah, so and we're gonna put, pick up Can the video I, as well. We're gonna read, go through it. Let me, yeah, yeah, we will go through. I just want to read one, uh, one final thing because this is because he's he was saying to me, so he contacted me personally. So I, I you know, so I responded to him back uh, for myself. Yeah, so he, you know, he basically uh, he said, as I understand it now. Uh, he said a few other things about how it was a uh, condition, and he goes, "As as I understand now, you guys never intended to join me or to discuss no, that, no, which of no, course no, looks pretty nice. bad and dishonest." Now, actually, I know <laughs> I, can be, I can be absolutely honest and truthful and swear by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala that Jake was even thinking of doing a, a debate with him. Yeah, and Jake said before the stream, he said, "You know what? I, you know, depending on what's going to happen, I might just debate him." 
yeah? yeah. So I know that was definitely what Jake mm, was thinking yeah. at the time, yeah? Obviously, things can change. Uh, but anyway, so he, he claimed that. And then he goes, he goes, uh, so he's doing, I just want to reach out to you and Abdul before I proceed and make this public. That's the only reason why we're explaining this, because he's going around threatening us that he's going to make this public, that we broke an agreement and we're dishonest. Yeah. And the public perception oh. will inevitably affect the Muslim image again. Yeah, no oh, matter God. what I say, can you please help clarify if this is the case? Yeah, so this is why I responded to him. I said, Ridwan, to clarify, there was no condition agreed between TAP and yourself that we would come onto your channel if you come onto our channel. We said that we would discuss this as a possibility after the show. Myself and the other brothers at TAP have discussed this, as well as the fact that you have contacted individual members of, TAP, of the TAP panelists to discuss whether they want to come onto your channel. Myself and other members from TAP are, are not under any obligation to come on your channel. However, each individual TAP member can make their own minds up as to whether they want to engage with you in the future. I speak for myself in that after the discussion we had, I see no point in continuing the discussion primarily because I don't think you are philosophically and rationally equipped to engage in these topics. This is exemplified by your inability to under understand how discussing the first stage of the cosmological argument is necessary in order to build an argument for the existence of one God. Similarly, you are unclear as to what an internal contradiction looks like. That is to say, what uh, that is to say that to engage in an internal critique is to reduce a position to a logical contradiction. Not only were you unable to do this, but you were not aware you were even meant to do this. My advice to you, Ridburn, is the same as I gave to you on the stream. You need to stop strawmanning arguments. You need to read, study more, and particularly read Islamic scholarly works to understand how Muslims themselves present their own arguments. Whether you agree or disagree is up to you, but you should be endeavouring to present your opponent's strongest arguments in order to criticise them. Otherwise, it comes across as caricaturing your opponent and thus lowers your own credibility. This requires a level of sincerity and maturity in knowing how to approach and engage in these discussions. To reiterate, there was no condition that we would go onto your channel if you came onto ours. You are free to discuss with any members of TAP team you see, uh, to see if they want to join uh, you on your channel. I'm not personally interested in uh, to accept the invitation. So I made it pretty clear. Yeah, and I, I just, I pretty much told him I'm not interested either. Um, yeah, because he said, he tried to say that he sent me a screenshot saying that we were dishonest because um, we said that we would come on. And he highlighted the part that said, I would like to invite one of more of you to my channel for a discussion as well. Well, you invited. We didn't say that you couldn't <laughs> invite us. It's not like yeah. we, we 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 put a muzzle on your mouth that you or on your fingers and didn't allow you to type to invite us. You invited, and so far, two people have outright declined. Now, Yusuf and uh, Abdu, it's up to them, but we outright declined. I said, I said to him, I said, yes, you'd like to invite us, and Riyadh said we will discuss it after the show. This is us discussing it after the show. How yeah. is the condition not met? I never agreed to come on your channel. This is me telling you right now that I am not interested. And then I actually told him, I said, honestly, you seem a bit desperate, which I have no idea why you are. 
He seems very desperate for Muslims, especially us, to come on his show. I don't understand why. Maybe I, I can touch on why I think. Um, I, I will in a sec, but I just wanted to show. So I've got the light, uh, WhatsApp chat here. Yeah. And uh, you can see the date there at the top. If it focuses, it might be a bit bright. You can't see it. You can't see it. Yeah, well, the date is there. It's the 29th. Oh, I'll take a screenshot. 29th of July, yeah. Yeah, I can see it, yeah. Uh, so I'll take a screenshot and I'll share that on this screen now. Sharif's got glasses but, on, so he's got better eyes than me. But basically, it was um, it was a YouTube link. Uh, you said, yeah, this isn't a coincidence. Can't remember what the video was. Um, I'll pull it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, by the way, you, oh yeah, yeah, no, Muslim yeah. convert. Yeah, so you shared the link of him with his deconstruction video of you, mm. and you said this isn't a coincidence. What's the word on AP coming on tap? I'd like to debate this guy one on one on a necessary being. Exactly. So that that was in the chat, and I'll I'll upload that onto the screen so you can see that. So he can't say that this was not our intention, as yeah. if no, that, that our intention was just to get him on to embarrass him and then get yeah. him off. No, there, there was a hope that maybe we could continue and have some decent discussion. But, he, like, and so I, I want to touch on the reason why. Now, so he, I as well, we suffer from anxiety. I have anxiety now. It's something, a severe anxiety, and I've, I've had it for years. It's something I had to get, um, go to the doctors with for a very long time. It's something I've constantly had to deal with. Now, so I, I'm familiar with the sort of things that goes through someone's head when they're, suffering from anxiety and he's made it quite clear that he does as well so the way he's sort of responding it feels like his anxiety is sort of like kicking in and he's it, it, it does a number of things it makes you impatient and it makes you impulsive and the the way he's sort of responding like if you look at his community page sort of the way he started going in like breaking news what was the post what did it say breaking news Four Muslims refuse, reject <laughs> to have. And the thing is, I haven't even I haven't even rejected yet. And yeah. like I was still, even when I saw that, thinking about maybe going on, I just wanted to see how it was gonna play out. And it's just gotten sillier and sillier. And it, it's yeah. gotten to a point where it's like, listen, I, I can't I, I already suffer from anxiety. I'm not about to put myself now in a position where you've just got this guy, he's acting like a plonker, he's got anxiety, I've got anxiety, he's got a quarter of a million, if not more, subscribers, the majority of which are like they hate Muslims. They and they even they hate reverts. They hate people that embrace it. And the things that they come out with, like, I'm I'm not about to put myself in a position like that. Like at all. At all. I'll be happy to make videos bit by bit responding to the things that he said. So for example, he's done that deconstruction deconstruction video. Um, me, I'm just chilling. I'm By busy. the way, he, he, he is in the chat. Yeah, no, that's cool. But yeah, but I'm just the issue is is like uh, you know he you know literally it was like we had the discussion on Sunday, and then he's you know messaging Jake, messaging some of the guys within the first few days, and then he's trying to say we're liars or we we're dishonest, we broke a condition, and obviously we've shown we haven't broken any conditions. Uh, then he's uh, you know. Producing one post after another post. He was on Pine Creek show. He was on a, you know, uh, he did a video response to it. And then he'd have that community message. And then he did some, cop, uh, you know, uh, edit, cut and paste. <laughs> you know, I've not seen the cut and paste yeah. yet, but I saw a bit of it. And I thought, 
it looks like he's trying to, you know, demonstrate how strong his let's, argument is. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about this. <laughs> By so, the way, like, I don't, I want to say one thing because now on. he's in the chat and there's lots yeah. of listen. Be respectful in the chat. Don't get into now a, a fighting match with this guy in the chat. Yeah, and months stay, stay general rules. If people start getting offensive, then yeah. you know to get put them time them out. Yeah, and no, if they no continue saying or, or any kind uh, of nasty stuff like that, and if they continue being offensive after they've been timed out, say one or two times, three times, then obviously take your own discretion, depending on who. Yeah. You, it is and how bad it is. And then well. eventually, Be, yeah. yeah, eventually yeah. block. Um, that's not what we're here to do. So uh, he, he says here, if your purpose is, is to counter my work, why approach me on something I never focus on? Why not debate me on what I actually work on? Islam, genuine question. Again, if you go back to the original, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the original uh, email where we actually You, you could have declined this. it, buddy. I mean, <laughs> yeah. what are you talking about? Exactly. I know. You could have said, no, it's not. I'll pull it up one more time. Yeah, I'm not. Because uh, maybe he wasn't here at the beginning. And, 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 and let Quick. me just say this. If you hadn't been watching Tap, I'm sorry to say, but it's a great show. So you should watch it a little bit more. <laughs> but that's the first thing. Second thing is, if you look Check out what we focus on, Mr. AP. We focus on proof for proofs for God, especially uh, combating atheism and establishing that a creator exists. That's what we focus on. Now, we're just at cross purposes. You don't focus on what we focus on, and we focus on something a little bit different. Yeah, you, and, and I, I mean that that's you can't be mad at us because we have a particular focus and, and you, you have another and you have another thing and then you came on our platform. Nobody, you know, begged you to come on. You came on on your own and you knew yeah, what yeah, the yeah. discussion was going to be about. It wasn't surprising. We got it here. We wanted to have a structured discussion rather than leaving it loose and ill-defined. And you've got it there. Read through it. We've read it through once. By already. the way, Basically. listen, can you can you move that? My face is being blocked here, sir. <laughs> <laughs> One sec. You know, um, I, I'm, I'm bringing viewers to the stream. Everybody's going to start leaving. Okay, there you go. It's all right, guys. Calm down. I'm back. <laughs> but yeah, no, no. And also, the, the other issue is this, is that, look, when... When people look at uh, why people adopt Islam, like, for example, I'm talking about myself now, yeah? Why is it that I, you know, accepted Islam uh, to be correct? Yeah, I was born a Muslim, but it wasn't the case that I was told, that's it, you have to, you know, not question. No, I actually was, I went through circles, I went to talks, I went to courses where we built belief, or we, we approached the understanding of belief of Islam by going to the first foundations you know, a meta-narrative. Why do we human beings need a meta-narrative? How do we approach the question about belief in a creator? Is it through blind, emotional, testimonial evidence? Is it through rational evidence? What type of intellectual process? That's how I was, you know, uh, came to understand Islam. So this whole process of going, going to the foundations, discussing, you know, uh, belief in a creator, and then understanding the need for messengers and the fact that, you know, it's not just deistic, but it's a theistic creator. All of that was a pathway for, for me to understand the truthfulness of Islam. And in fact, if you look at our streams over the last, we've been going on for about seven, eight months now. We've gone, you know, there are some streams which are slightly different, but a lot of the streams are a journey. Yeah, it's a journey going from one particular position to another particular position and so on. And so there is a case being built 
for Islam. So this mm. discussion about the necessary being is directly connected yeah, to the belief of Islam and the justifications for Islam. Yeah, so we want to take it step at a time. And so this is the thing. It's like, if what's the point in focusing on secondary issues? It's like trying to kill a tree by chopping branches. Little, you know, like tiny, this twig here, I'll get rid of that. And slowly, slowly, I'll work away at it. No, if, if you want to destroy a tree, you go straight for the trunk. You start mm. killing at its roots. Like, you don't mess about on these little periphery branches at the top. No, you'd let you chuck it right at the, the the foundation of it and that brings the whole thing toppling now yeah that is what we wanted to do we wanted to say well this is the major foundation and we were again we said we wanted to see how this was going to go we've i've shown evidence oh i need to bring that uh, screenshot up but i can pull that up to show that we've got and i'm not going to go through the whole bloody chat to find where we've said it several yeah. times yeah but um we did have an intention of engaging with him potentially in the future and, you know, we were just sort of biding our time to see how his reaction was going to be. He had no patience whatsoever. Um, and he just went... Well, see, and, the... Yeah, and Pine Creek's in the chat. He's got a comment. I can grant you a necessary be uh, being may exist, but let's talk about Assam. No, that's not uh, how it works, buddy. That's not how it works, my friend. I'm not going to say, oh, I'll grant you it for the sake of argument and you don't actually believe it so that you can then criticize something that what you are trying to grant for the sake of argument is foundational to the entire system that you're now going to try to critique. It doesn't work that way. I know that you think it gets the heat off of you so then you as an atheist can just try to throw little things in there to poke holes in it as you've pretty much just admitted on your show but I'm sorry to say, I'm not the average guy. I'm not that dumb to be able to fall for this kind of trick. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the yeah. second thing is, one other point, is that AP also criticized. He said, well, these guys are into all this deep philosophical stuff, and people don't come to God this way. And uh, this is – They listen, do. It, listen, number one, people do come to God this way. Okay? We've got an example my, of – yeah, my guy on the show. Yeah, my belief in Islam. Uh, and I see I'm oh, being Jake Hyden again. Oh, <laughs> right, right, bro. There you go. There you go. Yeah, this is this is establishing jealousy. This is correct. <laughs> but um no, but so I came to Islam that way through rational means. I didn't have some kind of out-of-body experience with God in that way. Um so I agree that some people come to God and belief in different ways but you need to appreciate that us on the show we happen to be philosophically minded and we Man. want to be able to provide provide food for those who like that kind of food yeah. if you don't yeah, like yeah. if you don't like it you don't have to watch whether you're skeptic or whatever but this is what the show is about everybody yeah, you, you knows know what? let me just let me just maybe I want to know if Pine Creek's ever read any Islamic scholarly work on. Of course not. Of course Islamic. not. Because if he read, if he's if he's read Imam Ghazali's works, or if he's read Imam Jawaini's work, Al Irshad, he would have known that actually the first premise of the discussion that these guys take is what is reason? Can reason, you know, should we be completely skeptical even about reason, or are there certain things that we can know? What is reason? how to establish the first stage of a contingent or the co a cosmological argument. They go on to talk about will, yeah, of a necessary being. 
They talk about this and build the argument up. The need for messengers. Is it a deistic God or should it be more of a classic, you know, an understanding of a theistic God where we'd expect revelation? They give rational arguments for that. And then they go on to the rational arguments for prophethood and the prophet, uh, uh, prophethood of the Prophet وسلم, and the Mu'ajiz of the Qur'an. So to say that we or we don't approach it this way, yeah, maybe the average guy, maybe the guy that he's met on the street, yeah, so usually uh, a street epistemologist or something, some average yeah, guy yeah. that he's met on the street has not approached it in particular way but i'm not going to go like i said i'm not going to go to a, an average atheist off the street that i just randomly met and say right well that's the argument for atheism yeah and then start to say okay the only reason why he's atheist is because you know he had a bad life experience and now he blames god for it and that's the reason why that's straw manning people i'm going to go to the real foundational under you know people who understand the, the real uh, depth of the particular subject in order to understand what arguments they bring forth. This is what people like Pine Creek need to de uh, do, rather than making silly yeah. accusations and straw man arguments. Yeah. This is what I try to do it. Yeah, this is what I'm trying to do with Christianity, right? I mean, I just had a stream dealing with laymen, specifically a couple people, because they think they're not laymen, and they really are. They don't know what they're talking about. But... I prefer to deal with the scholar of the, the best that the other side has to offer. So I take a look at what is the best argument for, the, for what the other side has to offer and then say, well, do I agree with that? Do I disagree with certain points? And then I attack what I disagree with or I, I tell people what I disagree with about that. I'm not attacking these low-level type of with these low level type of arguments. And I mentioned on the stream, like, Oh, the word Trinity is not in the Bible. I know some people use that, but I don't, I think it's silly. Some of these things we need to get beyond that. We should have, be having better debates and discussions and be trying to deal with the best that the other side has to offer and tell them why we disagree. That's what we're, that's what we're here yeah. to do on tap. That's what the show is all about. And I just want to address as well this idea that we're dodging other things. So, for example, specific claims about Islam. Now, the thing is, is there's a lot of things that can be mentioned. And if we're focusing on something that is, like we said in the email, to keep it on track and focused, rather than letting it derail down a, a number of secondary issues, then the whole conversation just breaks down and deteriorates. Now, that isn't to say we can't have these conversations. And it's very likely because... If you've watched our podcast so far, you'll see each week we tackle a specific question. And eventually we're going to cover as many questions as we possibly can do. And a lot of the things that they're raising about the specific issues with Islam, inshallah, we're going to approach them. Yeah, yeah. Them. We don't have a We're not avoiding them. We just like, we, we, me and Jake specifically have degrees in philosophy. Brother mm -hmm. Sharif has studied independently philosophy for many years, decades, may Allah bless him. And like we, we are systematic in the way we approach things. We want to focus on a subject and not let it go on to 50 other separate issues. If we say we're going to talk about the foundations, whether or not some uh, belief in one God is justified, that's what we're going to be discussing. And that's what, and we even let it get a little bit sidetracked for what, 50 minutes. We said, because yeah. we said in the was... email, we let you ask a question. And he talks about um, the, the quote unquote, the problem of hellfire. And he set out his argument. And we dealt with that for nearly an hour. So it's yeah. like, and even that, we were trying to keep it very focused and specific. And we wanted him to give us his argument. 
and he said there's a contradiction and we said listen where's the contradiction and he gave rather than just making it simple he overcomplicated it with a lot of rhetoric and we we're trying to get him just give us your two premises a contradiction is literally just these two things keep it simple and then we got accused of being uh what was it what was the word he used sure i can't remember what did he uh, what in the... oh, it's, it's very strict Oh, rigid, rigid, yeah. Rigid, rigid. rigid. Yeah. No, 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 it's not rigid. It's That's exactly what a we'll, contradiction we'll get, is. We'll, we'll get to no. that. We'll get to we'll that. Get I think we should it. start playing some of the... Vid, uh, some of the, the yeah, yeah, I'll put it up now, inshallah. Yeah, uh, so uh, the first one I've got here from 20 minutes 39. Obviously, there's a, uh, a number of points that were being raised at the beginning, uh, but I think it was summarised. We've circles a little bit, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but I think it was summarised 2039 to 3432. Uh, it was summarized. Well, we don't have to play the whole of the clip because it's about 14 minutes, but we can uh, play some of it. I think this is where Jake and uh, Abdurrahman mentioned some points, and then Jake and summarizes his points on this issue, and AP makes his response. All right, I'm just going to pull it up now. Um, uh, what timestamp? Uh, 20, 20 minutes 39. 20 minutes 39, yeah. Yeah. It's on mute, yeah. Really convinced anybody except Ridman, me for, I, for very can few I just, exceptions. Can I just bring some direction to the discussion? Yeah, sure. I mean, and Jake is going to continue because this is a good sure. back and forth. But about, about you, you know, not th thinking a certain question is relevant, right? Whether or not the question is relevant is might be a, a subjective thing or it might be something that, maybe you need to take the time to you know reason with the person who's asking you the question mm -hmm. see their point of view see where he's going maybe he's coming from somewhere where this particular question is relevant i understand you might see not see it as relevant but if but you need to take the idea seriously in the same way like if i see something like the problem of evil as irrelevant i'm still going to take your idea seriously if you ask me questions i'm going to answer them i'm not going to just sweep them under the carpet and say hey this question seems irrelevant to me let's talk about the contingency argument because these philosophical discussions about evil aren't going to take us anywhere i might think that but in order to be a serious interlocutor i must take your idea seriously so jake is taking you down the train of thought here i, I would just urge you to take his questions seriously even I if you see them as relevant and he is trying to take you to somewhere with these questions it is a certain line of reasoning that will have a conclusion that we're going to talk about so so let's take each other's questions seriously is what i'm trying to say can, can i say something about that uh, the reason that i do not want you that i do not think it is useful to indulge in these uh, in, in these questions and in this line of argumentation is that uh, for example before the stream when we uh, arranged this, i also for myself specified that i do not really uh, concern myself with uh, whether god must or must not exist and that i do not focus on this i do not argue about this uh, and that i do not think that it is relevant. just out of interest did he say that in the email not that i remember but like I said, we again, it. we made it very clear what we were going to talk about. And he said, yeah. And cool. he said, yes, I'm yeah. fine with that. I'm happy with that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. It's relevant to uh, the question. I do not think it's relevant to religion. I simply do not think that this plays uh, any role in uh, what we're doing here. I don't think that so uh, really, this is not the reason why I do not even bother. Because he, he said he doesn't think it's relevant to religion. Yeah. Or uh, relevant mm. to the discussion. I think something like this. Yeah. This is what he said. I, I just don't understand. <laughs> you know, you, the first... Like kalima of Islam is la ilaha illallah. There is no god except Allah. Yeah. Now the word Allah it shouldn't be in the minds of some people as some sort of pagan or Arab god. Allah just simply means the absolute necessary being, the absolute divine creator. That there are no other deities or divine beings. Only one divine necessary arse being, i.e., the creator. So it is, it is directly related because if you can undermine the question about a necessary being, 
even before talking about whether the Nasser being has a, a will or not, you've undercut la ilaha illallah, and therefore you've undercut the whole of Islam on that point. Yeah. So I just wanted to make that point. Karen, 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 Seriously, even if you initially find them irrelevant, that's what I'm saying. So if you come to me with something that I feel is irrelevant with regard to the existence of God or truth of Islam, I will take it seriously. I will engage with it. So, so I'm just, I'm just saying because yes, you're right. We have two hours ahead of us. So let's take each other's questions seriously and answer them honestly. And you can just say you don't know, and, and Jake can move on, or you can ask him to give his what, view. Well, here's I'm the thing: saying. if you come to me and, and, and argue with me about veganism and why I do not think that veganism is, is reasonable, and ask me start asking questions about it, I will feel like uh, why, why, why exactly are we talking about this? That's not true. True. Yeah, but then, come on. I mean, you <laughs> got to see the difference between the difference. But, but, but if I say to you, hey, I think veganism is clearly wrong, let's discuss this. Then we may be open to going through the different different argumentation, different perspectives. That's that's not what we're doing. That's not what I'm doing. Try to come back to this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's. I understand you don't see it as relevant. It's not relevant to you. But what uh, Abdul was trying to explain is that it is relevant to me. So if it, if it is, even if you think it's the dumbest thing in the world, if part of the reason that I actually believe that God exists is because of this pen, and then I can try to explain it to you, that I think you should try to engage with the conversation. Now, I'm going to try this one more time, and if it doesn't work, I'm happy to let the other people come in, and we can continue on another line of thought. But are you trying to tell me right now that you, based on what I said, and let me explain it one more time? So something that's necessary means that it has to exist. It couldn't be otherwise. It couldn't fail to exist. Something that's contingent is the opposite of it. That it could be another way. It doesn't have to exist. Now, if you have those two categories, there's a third which is impossible. But I don't think you're going to tell me that the pen doesn't actually exist, so let's just get rid of that. If we're dealing with necessary and uh, possible, or I'm sorry, necessary and contingent, which is possible, are you trying to tell me that you cannot tell me whether or not this pen right here is necessary or contingent? It, it, is, it is something that, uh, does not, uh, that I do not think about, that I do not concern myself. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Talk about right. So I just want to pause here, because, so what, what, take a note of what minute we're on there, 26. Yeah, and I think, uh, I don't know if you can put up the I super wanted... chat that he, that he put that was relevant to this thing, uh, to this piece here. Uh, no, there's, the super chat's gone now. Okay, I'll just read it because I, I, I've got it here. He said, Jake, if hypothetically a necessary being exists, which I may grant, but Islam's many truth claims are evidently false, is Islam then still correct or not? How is this not clear? Well, of course, just because a necessary being exists doesn't necessarily entail that Islam is true. That's obvious. Yeah. But if there is no such thing as a necessary being, then it does entail that Islam is false. So it shows that it's foundational and needs to be discussed. And for you to say, not only that you don't discuss it, but for you to say that it is irrelevant, there's only either two options. You're so ignorant that you actually think it's irrelevant or you were just being flat out dishonest. And so now, the thing. Uh, one last point though, yeah, earlier, yeah. earlier on, he said, uh, well, a necessary being just might exist. Well, why couldn't you say that in the beginning of the discussion? Say, well, yeah, you're, yeah, a necessary being might exist. The first question I asked you, I said, was it possible or impossible? Now you're so willing to grant the possibility of it. Why couldn't you just upfront say that in the beginning? And we didn't need to have 20 minutes of wasting time of you not answering the question. Yeah. And it's seeming like you're just, we're not an honest person in the discussion. You know, you know what I as well. The amount of oh, just add this a little bit. Yeah, really quick. Yeah. So the, the thing is, as well, is it was, it is very, it is very relevant, and we're going to show you now. So he even alludes to it without using the word contingent, because I don't think he really necessarily understood what it meant. But he did infer 
uh, with this little section. So I'm just going to play it for a second. I mean, uh, I'll put it slow so that you can really hear it. We, for a fact, know that we exist. I know that I exist. So we know that the world around us exists. Uh, we All right. So we know we exist. We know the world around us exists. This is the whole point of the argument. It begins, well, what do we know? We know contingent things exist. We can say that. We can say that there are things that are dependent. They, you know, <laughs> he originate even say that He couldn't even name a contingent thing. I asked him if he believed in anything contingent, and he couldn't answer. Uh, I mean, but but he alludes to it there. So he's saying yeah, we know mm, we exist, and yeah. these are the things we say are contingent. These are the the first steps of the discussion. So we say, well, we know there are contingent things. Well, th this begs a number of questions. You know, what can we say about these contingent things? For example. Um, is it is contingency all that exists? Is it just contingent things? Um, and there are a number of questions that get raised with this. First, you know, is there a circular dependency of contingent things? Is there an infinite regress of contingent things? Uh, is there, you know, something from nothing? Do contingent things just pop into existence from nothing? These questions are things you can ask. Now, if it turns out going through it, which we could have done had he just entertained the question, and the end what you end up saying well is if none of these are right you know if you, circular dependency is absurd if an infinite regress is absurd um or with particular arguments like for example the argument for d dependency irrelevant um and this notion that something can pop into existence from nothing if all of these are either irrelevant or absurd then we've got to ask another question well what other kind of existence is there other than contingency if contingents can't answer this question necessarily. So we then have to ask, what other kinds of beings are there? Well, impossible beings, because this was something that Jake was alluding to in the discussion. There's three different modes of being. There's either impossible beings, so that is things that just can't exist and are impossible, like a squared circle. There's possible existence or contingent existence, which we establish does exist and is the world around us. It's what I am, it's what you are. And then the only other possibility is necessary existence. That is an existence or a being that has an existence where its non-existence is impossible. It must exist. And then once you've, you, then you can, once you've established the existence of that, you can start talking about, well, stage two, what kind of attributes can we say about this? Um, yeah. what, what kind of attributes can we say that this type of being has? And eventually when you entertain the bleeming question, eventually you get there. Eventually, we start to talk about this entity, which is what we say is pretty much equivalent with, you know, there's obviously there's further attributes that don't necessarily come out of this discussion, but there's a lot of attributes that do. Yeah. And that is pretty much in the end what we end up calling God. And so then the question is, is well, what's the next step here? So you've established God. You're going to establish whether or not God is one or whether or not a multiplicity makes sense. And then you're going to start talking about revelation, whether or not it's necessary. And then you're going to start talking about prophethood. But you've got to mm. take it step by step. And that's how we like to do it. That's how yes. we always do it. That's, and we're, we've never done it any differently. Yeah, yeah. And I think the issue is, is that each going to the next step is dependent upon the previous on step. On the first one. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you know, you can't go from, okay, well, do we expect a deistic creator uh, or uh, do we expect a creator to be deistic or theistic uh, and revelation? Well, you're not going to know that particular question if you haven't answered the question of a necessary being, because the ne necessity of a necessary being would necessitate certain 
there are going to be certain uh, intuitive or even entailments from that particular concept that would entail a particular view about um, revelation as well. So that's, that's, and we've had a stream on that, by the way. But I, I wanted to also just highlight this point because whether it's Pine Creek, whether it is uh, uh, Ridvan here, uh, or even other people that I've discussed with, a lot of atheists, what they want to try and do is they want to try and say, we're not in the position to defend any propositions. We hold no propositions. We are completely skeptical about every proposition. And so the problem is then, or not the problem, but the tactic is, is that they're saying, well, you're the one presenting it, so you have to justify. So hence why he's trying to avoid answering any of these types of questions, because he's trying to be, you know, he's trying to hold that he's got nothing to defend. Reason why we ask certain questions, like Jake at the beginning asked the question, is it possible or impossible? Because depending upon his answer, he's going to have to defend a position. And he has to have a position on that, yeah? Whether it is yes, no, or don't know. He's going to hold a particular position. And then that goes back to on what epistemology he's using in order to draw certain conclusions, yeah? Because ultimately these discussions, you know, uh, people come with their particular metaphysics and their particular epistemological approach. So we need to understand and unpack these things in order to then to see whether we can come to certain common agreements in order to come to uh, common agreements upon how we approach this discussion and the methods of thinking in order to see whether we can actually conclude a, uh, a conclusion upon this. Yeah. Say it, this question. What's that? What do you if say? He, so if AP can admit a necessary being exists, he, so he hasn't said that. He said he doesn't know. He said he's not sure. He said can it, like, admit, you know, yeah. yeah. Can you admit, so, may, can you admit it may not? Well, no, because we're convinced by the arguments, and it's a necessary existence. That's the whole point yeah. of the argument. It's yeah. just that um, this being uh, must exist. He, does, but also, he, doesn't he doesn't even understand what he just he, said. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't understand the argument that Jake's mentioned. And I think if you, I'm going to have to go quickly pray uh, Mokrib. I'll pray Mokrib, and then yeah. before Yusuf will jump off and pray Mokrib. But you guys play on, uh, and then... Uh, Was it 26 could, minutes before you go? At what point? Uh, yeah, yeah, 26.01, yeah. I think it was, right. yeah. Okay, so Bismillah rahim That I do not think about, that I do not concern myself with. That's what I'm trying to tell you. When we talk about uh, necessary being, when we talk about uh, contingency and all that, it is something that I do not uh, concern myself with at all and that I do not have an opinion on, that I do not think about. I can I can go ahead and answer your question. Necessary being, yeah, may may or may not exist. Yeah, 10, contingent, may, may be, yeah. But I simply don't understand where we, where we go with here. I mean, we can move on from this if you want to. I can yeah, simply give you vague yeah. answers to this. Yes, maybe, and yes, maybe. Yes, well, so you're, just gonna say, yeah, you're just going to say you don't know. Well, what I try to do is I started off with the necessary being. Obviously, that didn't work. I tried to, like, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but dumb it down to a pen just to, to try to get a handle, well, whether you're not, you can give me an answer about the pen, whether or not it's necessary or contingent. But if, if you, honestly, if you can't do it, even that, then yeah, I can't proceed. And uh, Sharif, if you want to continue with another, are, are you saying thought, that the existence of God and whether we, we believe in God or not depends on whether we can or cannot answer these specific uh, questions? On yes, necessary, that is, yes. that is yes, extremely absurd. It's fun. It's fundamental to the entire thing. Now so I can actually, I can actually explain if you want me to give, if you want to give me five minutes to explain what my actual argument sure, is. I can, but honestly, I don't even think it's worth it because if I do, I mean, go you ahead, still can't ahead. tell me about the pen. So I mean, go ahead, 
Go ahead. Yeah. So, so the point is this, it's simple as this. Okay, I asked you if a necessary being is possible, okay? If you commit to the idea that a necessary being is possible, well, what a necessary being means is that it exists in all possible worlds, okay? So if a necessary being is possible, meaning that it exists in some possible world, then by definition, it also exists in all possible worlds, which means that a necessary being exists. This does not mean that the necessary being is God. It could be this pen, which is absurd. I don't think the necessary being is the pen, but it could be, and it could be matter energy or some configuration of it, or maybe the first state of the universe, if you think there's one, any of those things. The point is, is that based on modal logic, S5 logic, and I don't need to go into much detail about this, philosophers pretty much agree on this, is that once you say that a necessary being is possible, that it then entails that the necessary being actually exists. Now, whether or not that's God or something else, that's the further question down the line. But if we can't even get clear on whether or not it's possible, then we can't get to the conclusion that a necessary being exists. And there's many atheists, and, you, and see, atheists maybe have a misunderstanding, think, oh, well, he's trying to trap them into to understanding or, or committing to the idea that God exists. No, it's not like that. For example, Graham Oppie, who's a very famous uh, uh, English-speaking philosopher, who's, in my opinion, one of the best uh, atheist philosophers today, he believes that there's a necessary being, but he doesn't believe that that necessary being is God. And that's perfectly fine. And he gets to that same conclusion based on similar rationale that I have just explained. And so I don't think it's irrelevant because we need to get to what's called stage one of cosmological arguments, which is whether or not a necessary being exists, which Graham Oppie and I, even though he's an atheist, can agree on. And then we can discuss the nature of that necessary being. Okay. So that's, that's how I'm getting to that point and why it's relevant. Okay, uh, maybe I was a little bit, um, I wasn't really open to the discussion because I generally consider it uh, nonsensical. Maybe I was a little bit condescending. Maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe that is uh, a fault on my side. It might be true. I'm sorry, I'm sorry about that. Uh, my point is, as I said from the very beginning, we can agree that a necessary being exists, that it may or may not exist. We can agree that uh, the pen is not a necessary being. We can agree that that is contingent. The issue is uh, where we get from this, the end result of this will be that there must be a being or that there, or that there probably is a being. And from then on, we will discuss about the specifications and the defini definitions, the conditions of that being, which completely render this discussion irrelevant. I do not really. So, yeah, so it's this bit, yeah. How does it render? How does that render it irrelevant? No, it's primarily relevant because in order to discuss those other things, we need to know whether or not you even think it's possible. I mean, come on. Yeah. And then, and this is the thing as well. Say so he just sort of claims it's irrelevant, but it's like you could show oh, that. We could boy. enter the discussion and then you can show how, because he, he says he thinks most of it is just based on either he, he mentioned the word sophistry or a load of assumptions. Now, the thing is, is the axioms that are being put forward, are they or are they not justified? When is it the case that you, you can't hold certain um, axioms, etc.? We could have got into all of that. We could have had that discussion and he could have showed the justification for him thinking that this was sophistry or uh, simply assumption or guesswork or whatever. All it took, because and him saying that suggests he knows which bits are assumptions, suggests that he knows which bit is sophistry. So then it's upon him to demonstrate that. But he's just—he's not doing that. He's just avoiding it by making the statement without justifying it. He's just saying this is sophistry. It's like, well, what bit? Which bit in particular? Why? That, that was the whole point. That was what we wanted to have in this discussion was to go into the specifics. He thinks it's irrelevant because it's sophistry, because it's based on assumptions and blah, 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 blah. blah. Okay, let's address that then. But he's just—he's not saying that because he wants to address the things that he thinks sophistry or assumptions, he's saying it because he doesn't want to have the conversation. That's why, even though that was made quite clear at the beginning of this, we showed the emails that that's what the conversation was about. That was the whole point of the discussion. So why not entertain it? Why not show us exactly why it's irrelevant? Go through the argument and point out the particular premises and explain to us why there's an assumption here and we can talk about it. If you want to talk about bloody X, Y, Z, you know, we could have done, but you're not calling it sophistry and saying it's based on assumptions because you <laughs> want to have a discussion because you clearly don't. You're saying it in order to avoid the discussion. 
and to try to move on to one of these secondary branch issues that doesn't destroy Islam whatsoever. Like, like one of the things he sort of brings forward, for example, is this notion of um, the Quran. It talks about the um, ornaments or the stars as ornaments in the in the sky, and he tries to then make an inference from there that oh, you know, like it's some sort of Moroccan lamp. Like, like, like the Quran is saying that the stars are tiny little, um, little ornaments. Like literally, like he's there, there was a really funny meme um, that was sort of produced. And it was like, please. Ridvan, take a seat. And uh, and then the next frame is him taking a seat and running out of the room with it. Because it, like it, he, he reads something and like these kind of things, these techniques in literature are used in order to sort of, you know, metaphorically to talk about things and beautify them. You know, he made them as adornments in the sky. What do people do when they see the stars? They adore them. They look at them. They're amazed by them. It, it, you know, they, they have a particular effect that they inspire awe in people it, that is what it does to then take this heavily literalist approach project it onto it and then talk about it like that's the only approach and you know this is secondary and it, he, he sort of focuses in on you know when you use metaphor it uses very vague and um you know peculiar language to express something beautiful and the nature of vague and peculiar language used in literature to sort of um, be used in terms of metaphor is that you can take things literally. The whole point of a metaphor is that it's sort of, it's making a comparison. It's not saying that it's exactly like, but if you just ignore the fact that it's a metaphor, focus on it and take a completely literalist approach, then you, you lose the whole point of the, the verse to begin with. And it just, it, it you know, it, it's so vague that, you can't say that it is specifically saying what he's saying it says. And so it doesn't defeat Islam. These little side issues do not, you know, he's, he, he made the claim, um, if one thing is wrong out of 10, but if, if all the things you're focusing on are these peculiar little strange things that can be understood as being merely and uh, specifically metaphorical, then what's the point in um, entertainment? Sorry, what happened then, Jake? Did you jump on and off again now? Yeah, I signed into a different account. Yeah, okay. I think, look, at the end of the day, there, there are, you, you know, people can turn around and say, yeah, there are valid discussions and debates. I'm, uh, I'm just going to go pray. I'll be back yeah, in. valid discussions and debates to have about other areas of Islam in order to justify it. That's fine. We agree upon that. We're not saying that uh, going down this discussion about necessary being one, oneness, uh, God, therefore means Islam is true. There is still work to be done. In order to do that and simply maybe work to be done in order to demonstrate that there is no uh, logical contradictions or possibilities um, jake i don't know if you can uh, play the vid yeah that's, why, yeah that's why i hopped out to, to All right, cool. join on the the admin account so where are we here it, you're and right uh, okay so yeah we got it you're not going to be able to play it. Oh, yeah, side. I'm not going to be able to play it. Yeah, so I got it. Yeah, timestamp 3024. 30, yeah, 3024. Yeah. Okay, give me one second here. Uh, okay, 3024. Here it is. 
a second. Do you not feel really, uh, uh, really special, Jake, that we've had all these people speaking about us, Pine Creek, AP? <laughs> We're just a small channel, man. Yeah, they love us. They love us. Um, Maybe we'll get Pine Creek on for a special what you reckon, Jake? <laughs> yeah, if, if he wants, he can join us. Um, let's see. All right, so now share my screen here. Okay. Got it. Side of the universe. I did not make any statements on that. I uh, conditions of that being, which completely rendered this discussion irrelevant. I do not really uh, make a statement uh, or uh, express a view. You have not heard my view on what I think. Uh, is out there on, on where I think the universe originates, on what I think caused the universe to exist, what is outside of this universe. I did not make any statements on that. I uh, leave that up to speculation and do not make any assertions about that at all. I do not say that there is no necessary being, that there is no creator, there is no origin, there is no originator. I do not make any of these statements because to me, they are largely irrelevant to the question of whether one God exists or not. But yes, if you want to go ahead with this, a necessary being may exist. And uh, no, I don't think it's the pen. So where do we go with that? Okay, yeah. So where we go with it is that if a necessary may ex being exist, meaning that it's possible that a necessary being exists, then it necessarily follows that a necessary being does exist because the definition of a necessary being is that it exists in all possible worlds and couldn't fail to exist. It just follows by necessity. And then we can discuss what the nature of this necessary being is. Is it something natural like matter and energy, or is it maybe something more like God? We can have that discussion. And I don't see how that's irrelevant. It's relevant. Well, yeah, to me, as such, uh, may or may not exist. I appreciate that you tell me that it uh, can and therefore must exist. Thanks for the information. I think we should move on to the to the. Yeah, I mean, but do you, do you understand? Do you understand that if a necessary being is possible, that it follows by modal logic that the necessary being necessarily exists? Well, do you understand that? It, it is in the question itself. Yes, of course. The question itself assumes that uh, a necessary being, if it can exist, then it must exist because it is necessary. I mean, just the the, the words. Simply. Right. So that's so that's why it's relevant. And yeah, but the, the only two options is if a necessary being is possible, then a necessary being necessarily exists. Your only other option is to say no, that it's impossible. In which case, you'd have to show through logic that it's actually the concept itself is a logical contradiction or something of the sort. And then the burden of proof would be on you to demonstrate that and i don't think you or pretty much any other atheist is able to do that so that's why it's relevant now when when you even if you just admit that a necessary being exists it, it doesn't matter because it doesn't mean that you're all you've apostatized from atheism you can still be an no, atheist I, and believe that something necessary exists just as grandma does i simply think that the question itself is, is simply uh, a a setup uh I mean, as, as far back as this whole argument goes from the simplest forms from anselm's uh, ontological argument which uh from today's eyes could look uh, pretty ridiculous uh yeah uh, but I, that, his argument is about god mine is yeah, a yeah. modification of that which is just merely about a necessary being which most as far as i understand it even most atheist philosophers in the field generally accept that. Okay, but I, I simply think that the question itself is fallacious. It assumes, it begs the question, it uh, wants us to lead to a specific thing. I simply think, yeah, I do not have an opinion on this. I think it is irrelevant. Okay. So that's Salam, Abdul. Uh, can't hear you. Your, your mic is muted. Sorry. Wa alaikum salam. How are you guys doing? Good. Alhamdulillah. Congratulations, yeah, sorry for being bro. Late. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Was so, it a boy or a girl? It's a boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're not settled on our name yet. So, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, on it. maybe in the chat, they might give you some suggestions. Oh, yeah. Go for <laughs> it, guys. If you guys have name suggestions, go for it. Definitely. We'll do a poll afterwards as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but if you, if you heard what he just said, he said, well, um, I simply don't think it's relevant. And then he, he kind of... 
I think what his real motive is what he just said when he said, well, it seems to be trying to lead me down a path. And I think he's looking forward. He sees where it's going. He's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to go down that route. And, and that's what I mean by you don't seem like an honest person engaging in the conversation. There's no, there's going to be no problem if you simply just admit to a necessary being, as I said, doesn't make you a theist necessarily. Um, and so just refusal to even concede that point or even explain whether or not you think it's even possible to me just seems like a dishonest person in the conversation. Hmm. Uh, I don't I know if you guys so have he, any comments. He didn't understand your argument. He, I don't mean he understood your Yeah, that's what I think. I think, he, I think. I think he doesn't even understand it, to be honest. He doesn't uh, understand see, it. See, that's where we disagree. I think he does understand it. And I think that what he just said is the real reason why he didn't want to answer the question. Because he saw where it was going and he didn't want to go there. That's, that's what I think. Because uh, let me just play back what he just said here. Question itself is, is simply uh, a, a setup. Uh, I mean, as, as far back as this whole argument goes, from the simplest forms, from Anselm's uh, ontological argument, which uh, from today's eyes could look uh, pretty ridiculous. Uh, yeah, uh, but I, that, I, his argument is about God. Mine is yeah, a yeah. modification of that, which is just merely about a necessary being, which most, as far as I understand it, even most atheist philosophers in the field generally accept. That. Okay, but I, I simply think that the question itself is fallacious. It assumes, it begs the question, it uh, wants us to lead to a specific thing. I simply think. You see that? It wants us to lead to a specific thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. He knows where it leads. That's why he doesn't want to answer the question. Like, I mean, you mm -hmm. could say whatever you want to get out the guy. Maybe he, he, by his own admission, he doesn't really know the stuff that well. I think he knew enough to know where it was going and that he didn't want to go there. That's my position, but we can disagree. This is tap. We're friendly here, baby. Oh, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want me to keep playing or do you guys have a comment? Sharif, unless you had another timestamp or just keep playing through. We're at uh, um, 33 minute mark, 33 something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, just keep keep. I think keep what playing. it is, is that for, for, for people who don't understand this particular argument, uh, yeah. Jake, I don't know if you've got any particular resources. Josh, uh, Joshua Rasmussen, maybe. Yeah, yeah, he has a um, – I while I'm playing it, I'll look it up in the chat. I'll try to put a link in the chat if that works. Yeah. So, so basically yeah. There, is, there is a standard formal argument uh, related to how we understand modal logic on this issue. This isn't about ontological argument. This is a, a modal contingency argument. So this is – it needs to be understood clearly what it, what's being talked about here. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, just play for another minute or so, and then I think there's another stamp after that. Okay, here we go. Hey, I do not have an opinion on this. I think it is irrelevant. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to say one last thing and then you guys can move on to maybe a different train of thought. But my whole thing is, the fact of you, this is my personal opinion, the fact of you saying that it is irrelevant, uh, you think it's uh, uh, begging the question, all this different terminology that you're using, I'm sorry to say, but I think it shows that you don't really understand the topic that well. For you to make that claim, that it's totally irrelevant to the discussion. I don't, I don't make a claim here. Uh, but if you want to stick with that, I would like to uh, also uh, dig your opinion on the problem of hell, for example, afterwards, and then I would like to see yeah, what that's you're fine. That will be. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, sure, and, we can that, but on that note, on that note everyone, the thing mm -hmm. is, so, so, so again, I'm just going to reiterate a bit of what I said, because maybe we can bring Sharif into the discussion, you can have a back and forth with you. Pause, the thing about, you know, here, uh, this, yeah. this, 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 people are normally anxious to get to the conclusion. You know, give mm -hmm. me yeah so yeah so let's move yeah. to 3708 3708 all right yeah so so basically the, obviously that discussion was about the modal contingency argument and we keep hearing ridvan saying it's irrelevant it's irrelevant and then starts to see where it leads down 
I don't think he really understood the argument, but uh, you know, he doesn't see the relevancy of this discussion, even though he agreed to it. <laughs> but yeah, this is a, I think this is an important timestamp here between thirty seven oh eight to forty one fifty three. So why we should or should not start here. I think, to be very honest, uh, I always say that I'm, uh, I, I certainly reject the one God. I reject the one God based on uh, how we define the one God, based on uh, the idea of the one God and how he is described and preached within these uh, specific religions, that preach of the one God. I, uh, to answer the, the question of the stream itself, I find it entirely justifiable to believe that there is a God, that there is one God, or that there are more gods, or that there is a creator, or that there is a non-conscious creator, a non-conscious origin. I completely agree that that is justifiable. I myself, uh, for different reasons, uh, reject that idea as, uh, I think, absurd and unnecessary. There's no reason for me to believe in that. Uh, but, but apart from that, how I see it is not that we have found the origin of everything and we have found that there is no originator and no causer. What I see is that we know very limited things. We know that the universe is expanding. We don't know how and we don't know why that began. What comes beyond that is a matter of speculation. And it is okay for you to believe in God. It is okay for others to believe in multiple gods. It is okay for Taoists to believe in the Tao, which uh, provides the flow of everything. That, 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 to me, is not a matter that really matters, to be very honest. I disbelieve in the one God. I reject the one God as false because the one God is based on specific religions and their teachings and preachings. And I, I, can ask, I, I can ask you, because, because you're saying, sorry, just on this point, because this the whole stream depends on it. The title is, is it justified to believe one? Did you guys want to comment? You want me to Yeah, playing? I was going to say, he, he, on the one hand, he says it's justifiable, and we get to what he means by justifiable, because we actually ask him very specifically. And then he said, but the reason why I... Re so he's saying one, belief in one God is justifiable. Then he says, the reason why I disbelieve in one God is because of certain religions. And to me, it doesn't logically follow. If I disbelieve in particular religion, it does not necessitate now that one God doesn't exist. It just means that the particular revelation or claimed revelation uh, isn't correct. So I think it's important that, and I see this with a lot of atheists. A lot of atheists are atheists not because they understood the arguments for like contingency argument or Kalam uh, cosmological argument or anything like this. Rather, they reject a particular religion like Christianity, yeah, or in his case, Islam, and then think that means reject all religious claims and all God claims. Yeah, they seem to conflate the two together, and it's it's not a, a logical or it's it's not logically necessary that just rejecting one religion means reject one God. Yeah, that's right. And um, I mean, he clearly admitted there he thinks that belief in God is, is possible and could be justified. And we'll we'll see further on, like Sharif said. Um, what he means by that, but you want me to keep playing here, Sharif? Yeah, yeah. Okay. One God. And I think it's, it's assumed from the setup of the, of, of the discussion that we're going to have a discussion where there's two angles to this. One where it's justified, another where it's not. Or, or are you just, or are we on the same side here? So we can just talk about something else. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> the, 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 the thing is, this is the issue. That's, that's why I'm saying. Um, maybe it should have been clarified in a better way. Before we were, when we were setting up the stream, uh, the initial invitation to me was that we would like to discuss the question of uh, the existence of God and of Islam. And I said, oh yeah, that's, that sounds great. To me. So uh, then we went into the into, into the talks, and it was said uh, we should uh, talk about the existence of God. And I said, yeah, I can focus on that. But yeah, sure, we can. And then the title was set as uh, was set as uh, is the belief in one God justified? And I thought, yeah, I guess if that's what they want to go on, go with, I guess. Yeah, we'll just, just if that's what we want to go with, you agree to it, buddy. Just to be clear, yeah, yeah, that's fine. But just to be clear, so do you believe that I can provide you with rational justification, proof, evidence for the existence of God, and I can hold a rational position in believing in one God, one creator? So I can be, that can be a rational position. I believe it may be uh, justifiable to believe. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I just want to ask what's your understanding of justification so we don't speak past each other. That it is, uh, it is reasonable to believe that, that you may have reason, or um, I don't think it's necessarily a synonym to... Uh, I don't think by certainty, but, but yeah, so you have solid reason to believe in what you are believing. Would it, would it be just, what would it be that reason Pause it there. Did you hear what he said? Mm. Solid reason to believe in one God. Yeah, solid reason. I think that deserves a, a regular speed play. Let's give yeah. it a regular speed play here. 
Okay, tell us how you really feel. Or uh, so I don't think it this is necessarily a synonym to. Uh, I, I don't think it implies certainty, but but yeah, yeah. So you have solid reason to believe in what you are. Would, it, you would believe. it be just? Would it be justified reason? Response. Uh, would, it be, would you consider? Do you believe it's just? Do you, do you believe? Depends. Let me be very specific with my question. Do you believe it's justified and reasonable, or a justified reasonable position to believe in one God? Uh, complicated question. Um, okay, I I don't believe that we have concrete evidence to believe think it's in, the one, in the one God, but I think it may be reasonable for people to believe in that certain okay. God because they I, don't know anything else. I appreciate that, but so I don't. I don't. Did everybody hear that? Yeah. So you so saw he, me, he, yeah. yeah. Go, Karen Jake. Yeah, he thinks it's it's so, solid reasons to uh, believe in God, and it can be reasonable and justified to believe in one God. And what was the title of the stream, folks? <laughs> Is belief in one God justified? Well, the apostate just told us that yes, it is in a certain sense. So, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, you knew that our answer that, to that question was going to be yes. If your answer to that question was also yes, what did you join for? Did you just come to have tea? I don't know. I thought I thought he disagreed with it, and that's we were coming to have, although it wasn't going to be a debate, but a discussion where we disagreed. Yeah, I would again, have th thought that if he didn't agree, he would have said, or if he did agree, he would have said in the in the email, "Well, I agree with that." So there's kind of no point, guys. But he didn't. He never said that. So I don't know enough because I don't follow his stuff. I don't know if he said that in previous streams before or if anybody knows. But um, the, the thing he... is, the thing is, if, if you aren't familiar with the topic, which he repeated, I think, several times, uh, even after the stream, then, then why did you accept it? I mean, I, I just it's, it's it's strange to me because um, he seems to be experienced in this, you know, YouTube scene. He's 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 not a newbie, right? So why do you, why are you accepting uh, to join a discussion that you are not well read on, that you are not you know equipped in 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 actually intellectually engaging with? Um, that 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 seems careless uh, to me, and uh, and I don't think it's excusable because it's not just that you're not familiar with the topic, but and you're coming on the stream and saying, guys, maybe, you know, uh, give me your views. Tell me, tell me what you know about this necessary being thing or this God thing. And maybe I can learn a thing or two from, you know, you're coming with a very strong opinion. You're coming to make a positive case. At the same time, you, uh, you openly confess that you're not equipped to have the discussion. So, um, it's just yeah. And I, and on that, on that specific point, Abdu, um, he sent me a message and he said, part of the message was this. I admit my faults. I think I am an amateur debater and a beginner to philosophical discussions, while you, speaking of me, are an experienced debater and a proud philosopher. And I am open to talk about something that you claim to preach. And then he goes on to say, so <clears throat> of trying to again invite me to a stream. So, right, you hit the nail on the head. And I, I have to say, at least the guy is honest enough to say that he is an amateur debater, he is a beginner to philosophical discussions, and that 
we apparently don't appear to be. Hmm. So, I mean, if that's the case and he just wanted to come for an honest discussion, even if he wasn't equipped, I would be totally fine with that. But what we got on the other hand is that he is an amateur. He's not experienced in these philosophical discussions. And instead of somebody appearing as honestly seeking to have a good dialogue, he just was so resistant and we disagree about why, but we agree that he was so resistant to tell me whether or not a pen is contingent or even if he exists in any contingent thing whatsoever. I mean, you don't have to be equipped to, to give an answer to what you think of, of whether or not you think anything that exists is contingent. And I'm sorry to say, I can't say that you're so ill-equipped to even give an answer to that question. No, you're equipped enough to give an answer to that question, and you just were just a stubborn son of a gun. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, and I, yeah. I don't think he understands. Uh, uh, you're muted <laughs> yourself, sorry. Assalamu alaikum, Abdul. Waalaikum salam, Yusuf. How are you? How you doing, bro? Nice little surprise. I didn't think you were coming up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I surprised myself. So, so I think he, he even, I think he commented in the chat as well here, yeah, and uh, he mentioned the point, he goes, yeah, it is reasonable that if you're going to reject a religion, you're going to reject one God. <laughs> but, you know, it just seems to me that he doesn't understand what is being discussed here about one God. Not I think all. I mentioned it. A, yeah. a necessary being, one necessary being with a will. Yeah, that's what we're arguing for. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's foundational to the Islamic belief. Yeah, and that's, and, you know, we can talk about that later on, but it's foundational. It is contained within Surah Ikhlas. And Surah Ikhlas is also known as like the foundational surah when it comes to the topic of Tawheed, of belief in one God. So everything is looked at within that paradigm. Um, but yeah, so there's what, another what's section. He saying, before you go on, what's he saying? He's um, He's got a comment here. Yeah. He's well... One sec, where'd it go? Uh, crap, I've lost it. Oh, I see it. No, I'm not. It is not something that I am experiencing and well-read in. Yeah, that's fine, dude. We don't have to beat you up over it. But the fact of the matter is, it just seemed like you just didn't want to answer the question. You don't have to be well-read to take a position of whether or not anything that exists in the entire universe is contingent. Forget yeah. about necessary. I asked him, do you think that anything is contingent? Do you think that this pen is contingent? Because I gave up on the necessary part. I said, he's not going to budge on that. Can he tell me whether or not he thinks anything is contingent? I can't chalk that up to you not being experienced. I have to chalk that up to somebody who was not in, in, really interested in an honest dialogue. I'm sorry. Yeah, and, and, and so this is the thing as well. So it, it was stated at the beginning, this is going to be a discussion. It's not a debate. So yeah. if there's, you know, if you if you don't know something, you don't lose because it's not a win lose thing. It's all right. Let's talk about it. If you're not familiar with it, we can teach you about it. You can learn about yeah, it. It's not a big deal. Like it, it was easy. It, like it, it felt like he was avoiding just saying I don't know. Yeah. Because he felt like it was going to make him feel silly or something. It's not something to feel silly about. There's lots of people that don't know these terms are philosophical terms. And, you know, when they're used in philosophical arguments, it goes over a lot of people's heads. And you've got to sort of keep confronting the material a few times for it yeah. to sink in. See, this and is, I, I mean, I'm just going to point out again, this is where we disagree. Like, 
honestly, I'm AP. I am sticking up for your intelligence here, my friend. So of the, of the four guys, I'm sticking up for your intelligence. I think that you actually did know and understand. And just like what we played before, you saw where it was going. And for some reason, you didn't want to go there, even though I explained to you that it, if you agree to a necessary being, it doesn't matter because that doesn't prove that God exists. It's just a stepping stone. So, I mean, we disagree on that point because I just cannot yeah. believe that he doesn't understand the co concept of contingent and necessary. I don't think that he's that stupid. But that's me. One in a minute. Um at some point, so can you just recap what I've missed? Where, where are we at the moment? We're at, so, I sent it in a private chat. Yeah, yeah, we're no, at 40 I, not the timestamp. I mean, yeah. in terms of content, what is it? That so, oh, where he just really? basically admitted to uh, the fact that the belief in one God is justified and there are good, solid uh, reasons for it. We're at okay. that point, basically. So yeah. I was going to say 45, 56 is the next timestamp that I've got. Okay. Speed it well. Remind me at the end, just in case I forget, because he, he did a super chat about um, what was it? The sun prostrating. Oh, now, the funny thing is, oh, the funny yeah. thing is, Brother Fareed has done videos responding to a lot of the points he's made. This happens yeah. to be one of them. Yeah. Um, so we can play that video. Yeah, he, he said he um, said that it's not a metaphor, he said it, it must be taken literally. That's what he said. Yeah. Because this so basically the whole we won't play the whole video because it's twelve minutes long. Um, but for those of you who want to see it um, after this live stream, it's called debunked. The sun sets under a yeah. Maybe drop the right? link in the chat. Uh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. So yeah. it's called debunked. The sun sets in a muddy spring at night. So it's original. The the video that he makes, it's original contention. It's about this um, hadith about the the sun setting in a muddy spring or in water. And with this, he makes a whole video and then he makes associated claims with that. And one of them is this notion that the sun prostrates under the throne um, at, at night as well. And basically, the, we'll play the video. I won't spoil it for you. Um, but, you know, Fareed deals with this. And funnily enough, AP hasn't responded to the majority of the videos that Fareed has made. He's just completely blanked and ignored them. So this notion as well, he's looking for a dialogue. It's like, well, I'm not even sure you are, because when responses are made, like how many videos has Freed made in that playlist? And how yeah. many of them have you responded to is the question. Uh, let's have a look. 52 videos. So the question is, is how many of those 52 videos has Gridvan made a response to? Hmm. Should we go to 4556? Uh, yeah, I can pull that up. Uh, share audio uh, 4556 yeah and then that's to 5745 we don't have to play the whole clip but those are the timestamps that I've got yeah by the way he, he did post another comment saying that uh, he handled it poorly and wrongly no he really didn't he didn't at all yeah it's right here Think whatever you think. I think I handled it wrongly and poorly and could have been much better. Why still mac make accusations about my intentions? Well, dude, oh, honestly. That's funny because yeah. he was making accusations about our intentions and we've already shown. I'll pull it up yeah. again just in case. I did make it. an accusation to be fair. 
My yeah, I mean AP. The way I see it is, you're either really just that ignorant that you couldn't even make a comment about whether anything exists contingently, or that you did understand the question and you purposely avoided answering it, which to me is dishonest. To me, those are your only two options, buddy. And I I I don't think that you're that stupid. So I'm going with the other option. The other guys. I'm making a claim about your uh, intelligence, I think. It's not so. even necessarily because, for example, there, there could be someone who is intelligent that isn't read up on a subject. Yeah, but we explained um, it to him, though. After 20 minutes, after he wouldn't give an answer, we said, okay, this is what necessary is. This is what contingent is. We went over. We gave. I gave examples about the yeah, pen. And, and so after 25 minutes, if you didn't understand the basic difference between necessary and contingent – then I'm sorry. Yeah, I think there is a comprehension issue. But yeah. Yep. Should we play here? Uh, so for, yeah, 45, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. This one. Uh, focus on one thing that you, uh, you said here about mm -hmm. uh, chaos. Imagine if you had a person who had no arm uh, mm -hmm. and he prayed to God and he said, give me an arm. And then suddenly he sees this arm floating down and it reattaches himself. What would you say about that? I would think that there's probably something very freaky going on and that we may consider reconsider the supernatural. This is actually an example that I myself gave before as something that may uh, make me reconsider religion and the supernatural again. Yeah. I actually think, it was, I, I watched that video. So I watched that video <laughs> oh, and yeah. you actually said you would believe in God because of that. Now, um, uh, I, want to, I, may, I may want to correct yeah, that. You'd have to see that God exists. Yeah, God. I, think, I think I said I would, uh, I would reconsider God because it's very likely that there is something very strange going on that we can't explain. That's what I think. Okay. Okay. So in this situation, this example here, I think is a really good example and to illustrate certain points here. Why would you now reconsider? Why would you now consider that now there's some sort of divine agency in this situation? Because um, with everything that we look at so far uh, and everything that we have found an explanation for and that we do find an explanation for, we have uh, never, ever concluded that the uh, explanation for it is supernatural or that the explanation for it is God. We have no single example. And for everything, we have a reasonable explanation for everything that we see so far. And for others, we nearly have reasonable explanations. If we suddenly see that my example was actually the leg, and I call it the miracle of the descending leg, uh, if we suddenly saw that somebody who clearly does not have a leg prays to God or others pray to God, and we see a leg coming down from the sky and attaching itself to him, what I would think is that, okay, uh, this is the first thing ever in human history that we clearly do not have any reasonable explanation to and that I cannot explain in any reasonable way. So maybe there is something supernatural and maybe there is okay. a God. Yeah. So, so what you're really saying is this, is that you see in events, you would try to exhaust all the materialistic explanations. And if it doesn't, if you don't have a materialistic explanation, you would look for another explanation. Is that right? Uh, I want to be careful with that. <laughs> Because I'm sure that there are lots of things that I personally do not uh, did not see the explanations to, but uh, but yeah, yeah, okay. But you'd expect that, that, that actually sounds, yeah, yeah, no, that actually sounds find, Yeah, I would try to find a proper explanation to it, and if I could not find it, then I would leave it to further uh, figure out what there is. Yeah, I know where you would but go. But you, you would assume, Ridwan, you would you would assume there is an explanation, though, wouldn't you? You wouldn't think that this is just magic. Yeah, there's yeah, something yeah. happening without. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the re there's a reason. What you're basically doing is this: is that you're seeing something which is a possibility. Yeah. In this scenario, it's either the missing leg or the missing arm. You're then seeing that that's human being. You could possibly have a human being with a leg, and you could possibly have a human being without a leg. Mm -hmm. And therefore, if you see an event, which is what we call a possible event, you would look for an explanation behind it, why it exists in the way it does. Is that, mm -hmm. is that correct? Would you agree upon uh, that? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So maybe just to give another example of this, to maybe illustrate it further. Uh, if you've got a red triangle, yeah, and this goes back to maybe what Jake was saying earlier, a triangle is uh, necessarily three sides. Yeah? Mm -hmm. By necessity, it has to have three sides. So in modal logic, we would say three, a triangle always has three sides, or in all possible worlds, a triangle will have three sides yeah, on a flat surface. Yeah? So we'd say that. But it's not necessary for it to be red. So in this situation, the redness of the triangle is a possibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's not defined or explained by the existence of the triangle. Because it's not explained by the existence of the triangle, then we need an explanation outside of the triangle to explain why it's red opposed to blue, to green, to yellow. Yeah, mm -hmm. Does that make sense? So it the redness is what we call, yeah, the redness is what we call a contingent property. Yeah. 
And the three sides is what we call a necessary property. I'm talking about a mathematical abstract mm -hmm. knowledge idea of, of a triangle. Yeah? So it's, it's necessary. And so therefore, whenever we identify something that's contingent, i.e. something that's possible, then we ask for an explanation of why it is the way it is. That's firstly. And the second thing is we seek an explanation outside of its own contingent reality. Yeah. So okay. the red, red triangle, we're asking what outside of the triangle caused it to be red other than a triangle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this now leads us to the point, which is that all of reality that we sense, that we currently sense, these are possible realities or contingent things. And so these contingent realities, therefore, have to have an explanation outside of itself. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. Should we pause it there? Yeah. Okay, uh, so it now does. you've got two... So go on, Karen. No, go on, go on. Yeah, no. so I was going to say, you've got two, two ways now to identify so that Yusuf, just pause it there, sorry. Necessary. Uh, I wasn't sure if I, yeah, I The first way you, is or... to say that uh, the total <laughs> of contingent realities, <laughs> well, yeah, no matter even if you have an infinite number of contingent realities. I didn't know if it was your voice real-time or if it was on the <laughs> video. <laughs> yeah. So um, in the comments uh, to this video, actually... Uh, Ridwan, he commented about this uh, analogy of the red triangle, and he didn't understand it in the comments. Uh, somebody uh, showed me a link to what he was saying. Um, I don't know, somewhere there. So it's weird. But anyway, <laughs> all, was it on this video, Sharif? It was on this video. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Uh, the it person? was. It was. It was originally somebody else, and then he commented upon what somebody else said, saying, "Oh, I made a miss. I made. I made a." mistaken term by saying red triangle i should have said the redness of the triangle or something like that. i don't know i don't really understood the issue was was that it's about identifying a possible being identifying possible beings or identifying things that exist but don't have to exist the way that they do so identifying the fact that a triangle is red is identifying that it's a or a red triangle is identifying that this is a possible being meaning that one of its properties with the redness is in and of itself not contained in the definition of a triangle, therefore it requires an explanation outside of itself. All in this whole section that uh, I'm talking to him about is all I'm establishing with him, and I don't think he's really following it, and I don't think he's really that interested in following it. But all I'm trying to explain to him is if you see an event, even if you see quote-unquote a miraculous event, you will try to look for a reason that underpins it. And even if you don't have a materialistic explanation, it means you've exhausted all materialistic explanations. I, I've got the comment if you want me to read it. Uh, yeah, you can do if you want. Yeah. Okay, so the person quoted uh, or commented and said, his name is Benjamin J.P. something. Uh, it says, by necessity, a red triangle must be red and must have three sides. Both factors are necessarily true. A red triangle is always red in every case. It is a necessity. Sharif isn't understanding his own explanation. It is a very poor grounding for his argument. Do you want me to read APs first, or do you want to respond first? No, you can read APs. Go and okay. read APs. Yeah, it says, I believe he just did not notice the incoherence of his premise, but, but meant to give a coherent <laughs> example. He meant to ask about a triangle and about whether the three sides – and the red color are both necessarily true. He accidentally asked about a red triangle instead. It happens in the moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jake, Jake, I'm you, sorry. You, what do you reckon, Jake? You could respond uh, on my behalf. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I Honestly, my head is hurting. Um, <laughs> so... He thinks that what you said was actually incoherent to talk about uh, a red triangle. The point is that the triangle having three sides is necessary and the color redness 
is not necessary to the triangle. So if you have a red triangle, the redness is not necessary to the triangle. It's an accidental property or contingent property of the triangle. But the triangle itself, in order for it to be a triangle, it needs to have three sides. And um, honestly, the fact that they, they confused it and said, well, because you said red triangle, that it necessarily has to be red. No, it's a triangle that's contingently red. It doesn't have to be red. So, I mean, it's just a total misunderstanding of the example and the point. And the fact that AP kind of jumped on it and said, well, yeah, it was an incoherent example, but I get the point he was trying to make. It kind of just happens in the moment. It's okay, bro. No, you guys just totally misunderstood the point. Um, that one, I have to admit, that was not dishonesty. That was just, you know, just complete and utter misunderstanding, honestly. Incompetence. Yeah. I don't. I, I was trying to think of a good word. <laughs> um, incompetence. Yeah. I, found it, I found it eventually as well. There's a bit of a back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. So for those um, of you who want to screenshot it, I guess, and uh, see so you don't accuse Jake of making it up. Yeah, <laughs> I the, didn't. And then there's the... I couldn't make that up if I tried, guys. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> SubhanAllah. I, I, I didn't, I've, well. I've, never, uh, I've never heard... I don't know. Where was that comment? Was that comment on this stream? It's here now. Yeah, it's on this stream. Uh, six days ago by Benjamin J. Park. Uh, after no. our discussion? Oh, no, I mean, I mean, yeah, AP's yeah. comment. Yeah, yeah, AP's comment was here on this comment. That That's just shocking. I mean, and then he has, a I mean, either, 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 either you understand these topics or you don't. If by your own admission you don't, then my advice Why? to you would be just oh, stop. On I mean, <laughs> that was because that's that, that, that was an absurd comment, to be honest. I mean, by uh, he's calling someone who's engaging with him there ignorant on it. <laughs> so I don't, know, I don't even know. Oh, go on. Yeah, I, um, I don't know. AP is saying something. I don't know. If we should, I mean, no, we, we've been addressing him on and off. Let's just because I don't know what the point of the comment is really. But I, I okay. just want to um, say as well. Uh, so, Jazakallah. Uh, Claire, to everyone who's been becoming members and uh, giving on the super chat, um, may Allah bless you all. Um, with regards to Ridvan in particular, um, what we're going to do is we're going to give whatever you've donated, and including that $20 you donated on my stream as well, um, we're going to donate it to Palestine um, because we're aware that you, you weren't, I think he said uh, he's not really, he doesn't care about them or something in a stream once upon a time. Um, so we'll let his money help them, inshallah. Um, may Allah accept the donations from us. Um, but yeah, whatever you give, bro, it's going straight to Palestine, just so you know. Um, but other than that, should we continue playing? Or yeah, I think so. We're just gotta uh, wait. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know. I don't have Sharif's timestamp unless you guys have it. Uh, no. Where did he go? He didn't. Uh, he's he's got to jump on to I think his phone. All right. He said he'll say I'll be back in a minute or so. Well, I guess we can play here for a minute and just see what's being said. Or... Yeah. Okay. Um, he's got the time. Because he says, what is he messaging? 
Yeah, he put it in the in the chat. What's up? So what number? What where are we at now? Forty. Yeah, so we still got a way to play because he wants it to go to fifty-seven forty-five, where number eight is. If you see it, that's where we're uh, at now. Number eight. Yeah, right. just just keep playing until fifty-seven forty-five. themselves. Like if you had an infinite number of red triangles, you'll still need to have an explanation why all those triangles are red, and that would be outside of the triangle. The second argument would be that contingent realities or contingent beings dependent upon other contingent beings cannot have an actual infinite or an infinite regress. Yeah, so you need mm -hmm. to have a termination point. So both those arguments lead to a necessary being, meaning the only explanation that's left open to us when we observe contingent reality is that a necessary being exists. Yeah, um, the issue is uh, we're talking about the opposite of necessary being being an infinite regress. We're talking about the necessary being being God. I said at the very beginning, my whole uh, point was even if we got to this uh, to this end and to this resolution, what exactly would it do to the argument? What exactly would it do to the conversation? We would still not so, conclude so what, 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 that it, is, it must be one God or yeah. an almighty God so or the specific this, God. Yeah. So read what we're saying. We're saying here uh, uh, there is a there, God is a necessary being with a will. So we're saying there is one necessary being with a will. So we want to establish whether a necessary being exists first. Then we're going to establish whether this necessary being has to have a will, and then we can establish whether the necessary being with a will is singular, or can you have a multiplicity of it? So all we're doing now is this first stage of the argument is just simply establishing whether a necessary being exists. And I'm saying contingent realities require an explanation outside of itself. That explanation is either going to be another contingent thing or a necessary thing. If it's another contingent thing, you still need to have an explanation for that. So it doesn't answer the problem. So all contingent realities or contingent beings need to have a necessary foundation to determine its existence or ground its mm -hmm. existence or cause its existence. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So you agree upon mm -hmm. that now? And this is basically what Jake was arguing in a different way. The issue, is logic argument. the issue is we're going, yes, into, a, we're going into a world of, uh, of, of thoughts and discussions that are completely clouded and uh, dark that don't actually lead us anywhere. Uh, what we have is our little knowledge that we have, you and I, each one of us here, we know about uh, maybe less than 0.1% of what is in the universe. We understand uh, even less than that. Uh, we, can, we can speculate endlessly about um, how far back everything goes, how far back from the beginning of this universe everything goes. If this universe even does have a beginning, we don't even know that question, the answer to that question. Uh, people often assume that we know the answer, we don't, we don't have an answer. So even with regards to this point, it's irrelevant, it doesn't even matter. Like for example, the argument from dependency, when you're talking about the set of all contingent things, you know, that could be a set, like uh, Abdul Rahman, I think you even mentioned it, if you, uh, it might have been in the, um, the Aaron Ra discussion actually, but that, you know, if you've got one laptop, it needs an explanation. If you've got 10, it needs an explanation. If you've got 100, it needs an explanation. If you have an infinite number of laptops, it needs an explanation. Yes. Whether or not you have an infinite number of events, for example, still requires an explanation. And so this notion of, oh, you know, well, we don't even know how old the universe is. The arguments, they circumnavigate that. It doesn't matter whether or not we can get an answer to how old the universe is, whether or not it's infinite. Yeah, so the contingent, contingency argument is not uh, concerned with, with uh, at least not not uh, necessarily in all f formulations of it, concerned with infinite regresses uh, as much as the Kalam cosmological argument is. So so y you can do it even in, in, in terms of propositions. So the proposition that, you know, contingent things exists, uh, contingent things exist, right? And whether or not that uh, requires an explanation outside of itself, states of affairs, objects. Uh, yeah, so you, you, can, you can do it in terms of plur plurality, like the plurality of contingent things, regardless of how many they are, do they have an explanation, yeah. an explanation beyond themselves? And depending on your principle of sufficient reason, either necessarily they have an explanation beyond themselves uh, that is necessary, or, or possibly they have an explanation beyond themselves that are ne is necessary, and that's Proust's version, the modal version, which just as like, you know similar to the way jake formulated his argument it leads you through the the the, the modal uh, uh modal s5 uh, 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 law that 
that something, if something uh, necessary possibly exists, then it necessarily exists. Because what it means when you say that something necessary possibly exists, it, it, what it means is that it, it, it exists in a possible world. But if something necessary exists in a possible world, then it necessarily exists in all possible worlds, because that's the definition or one of the def definitions of necessity. So there are many different ways to approach it. But yes, the... the, the um, uh, it could uh, it could apply to an infinite set of things. It doesn't necessarily have to uh, appeal to uh, you know the absurdity of an infinite regression. Okay. So, so this notion of you know the speculation of an eternal universe is irrelevant. It really doesn't affect the argument at all. Um, yeah, we'll just continue here, inshallah. So Unless anyone, the, yeah, I was going to say. So um, yeah, that was basically the argument using the PSR. Uh, hopefully you guys can hear me. Sorry, man. I had to uh, move locations. Um, so that was the argument. So using the standard contingency argument, uh, I don't think he really is quite, you know, he doesn't want to accept it. He's not really engaging, in my view, uh, in the discussion, because I think partly because of what Jake, or not partly, but largely because of what Jake said, because he just doesn't want to concede. He doesn't want to have any particular position. He just wants to remain skeptical. And he's not really appreciating and understanding the point. Now, the, the next section is there's a couple, but I don't know if we want to just jump to one hour, 24 minutes, 22 seconds, where Ridwan starts to ask a lot of questions. So after, basically, what happens is that uh, Abdurrahman says, OK, let, let you can ask questions now. Uh, and that starts around about the 57th or so minute and then he's basically laying out the argument of uh, the problem of hell. And what he's trying to claim is that there's an internal inconsistency uh, with with the argument, with, with what the Qur'an says. Um, so, yeah, so one hour, 24 minutes, uh, 22 seconds, Ridwan starts asking a number of questions to Abdurrahman. I thought we'd just quickly go through this one, because the other points are just going to just repeat this particular point this, this okay, go ahead. Yeah. so um you believe or the idea is that allah is all-knowing almighty and the most merciful and the most the greatest good right yes yes and you believe that uh allah created all of us yes you believe that allah gave us free will yes and you believe that allah gave us the mission you believe that allah knew exactly what we would do with our free will right knew did he say knew that he knew exactly yes. what we would yes. do with our free will. yes and despite that he created us at the very beginning right Yes, and even before he created us, he knew exactly if he created us what we would do with our free will. Really? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Then he set up a hell and a heaven which he built, mm -hmm. and gave us the mission to believe in him, to find him, and if we reject his belief, then it is our fault, right? Yes. And that I will, that we, disbelievers, will therefore go to hell, right? Yeah. Do, do you agree that it's free? Because you asked me, because one of the questions you asked me is that God gave us free will. Yes. So yes are you granting? Are you granting that it's by free choice that yes. you are yes. seeing the truth? Just, just grant the Islamic perspective. If you're doing an internal critique by your free choice, you are seeing the truth and arrogantly rejecting it. So basically, you are doing that on your own, on your own account. Okay. But you agree the, with the, that, condition yes. here, the condition here is not that I clearly know that Allah is real and that Islam is true, and then I reject Islam and therefore go to hell. That's not the point, right? The point but, you're making is that I'm aware of the Islamic religion of the Islamic text no, that I reject. No. So, so, so you're gonna have to demonstrate. You're gonna have to represent the Islamic position correctly. So you're gonna have to accept, for the sake of argument, right, that the Islamic position is that. Uh, the kufr is when you see the truth and reject it and cover it. That's literally what kufr means. Yes. So that's why. So for example, there's a position. There's one of the major sins in Islam is called ta'ali, right? And, and that's basically to make so, a judgment on a person. So I was going to ask Abdurrahman just to sort of summarize what uh, Ridwan's doing. Is Ridwan is he arguing that morality, you know, it's evil God, na'udhu billah, 
uh, that the Quran depicts? Or is he trying to do an internal critique? No, yeah, he's trying to do an internal critique. And, and I asked him that. I asked him what argument he's trying to make. And he said he's trying to do an internal critique. And if you're trying to do an internal critique and say that there is an incoherence with, within Islam, then you have to bring uh, the, the Islamic position you're critiquing to a uh, contradiction. And uh, and he, he, I think by his own admission, um, I, I think by his own admission, he failed to do that. Um he actually uh, did much better in the in one of the follow-up videos. I think I watched a video yesterday or today. Someone sent it to me, where where he presented an argument, and you know what? what that was, was a good argument. It was a good argument. Like, we could have engaged with that one because there was a premise, premise, conclusion, yeah. and an actual apparent contradiction there. You know, the uh, I, I I can't really recall because you know I've had. Uh, yeah, uh, no, no. Quite, what, what, quite, what's, quite what's a few his, uh, two days his, I've had. But yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, what's his argument here? Because I've looked at the other videos. I've looked at his some uh, Twitter. I think it was a Twitter post or something like that. They're different to the argument that he's explaining here. He's trying to say it's it, it sound it's incoherent that yeah. God so exists. He, he... God created you. God created your free will, and then God, knowing what you're going to do with your free will, punishes you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, this I, is an I, argument I wanna, with regards I, I, to justice. The other yeah, one, yeah, he was seemed... talking about forgiveness. I want to engage with this. Sorry, sorry, I have to. I, have, I mean, this is absurd. AP, I'm sorry, but you're saying you never failed to do that. You, I said I presented it thoroughly. I published. I said I didn't present it thoroughly. I published the argument fully yesterday. It's a completely different argument. Yesterday's argument that you published, which I saw, you were making an argument. Uh, uh, you know, you were talking about predestination and free will. And yeah, trying to point to an incoherence. That's not the same argument you were making. So let's not conflate things. You're making a completely different argument. You were talking about forgiveness. And you were saying that it is incoherent for God to say that he is the most forgiven and to punish people in hell. Or to God, for God to say that he is the most merciful and to punish yeah. people in hell. That okay. is not the same argument as the famous predestination versus free will argument. Or determinism versus free will argument that just basically applies to... Uh, many philosophical positions. Uh, so yeah, back. the argument, the argument you posted, yes, that could have been engaged with if you, if you, AP, if you were taking the argument, the discussion we had, if you were taking it seriously and you prepared an action, an, an actual argument for the positive position you were taking about the non-existence of a specific god, you would have done some preparation and come with that argument that you presented yesterday, and we would have been able to engage with this. So yes, I, I agree that the argument you present yesterday is a logical argument that is well worth engaging with, but you didn't do that on the stream. No. It was a completely you, different you, argument. Yeah. Yourself, go back to one, oh, one hour, three minutes. Uh, yeah, one hour, three minutes, because he's, he's presented, he presented, He's now presenting a problem of free will and predestination or foreknowledge of God. This is what he originally said. And obviously the questions that he asked specifically, Abdurrahman, were not in relation to the problem of free will. So, yeah, this is one, uh, one hour, three minutes, going back a bit. To be clear on it, are you saying that God punishes people in hell, therefore a good God does not exist? It's, it's a logical argument. Are you saying, I don't like it, so I don't no. want to believe in this God? Now, uh, to clarify, from the, from, uh, to clarify, first off, uh, I would not argue that you guys stick to other arguments because you don't like to answer this question. That's, that was not my point. Uh, what I'm saying is, uh, it, this is often overlooked or skipped because it doesn't have a proper uh, answer. Um, 
also with you guys specifically, you are Muslims. You fundamentally believe in the in in the in the hell question. Uh, to me. This problem is not a problem that consists of, or that is a problem to me because of uh, because I think, oh, God will punish people, He will burn people, boo-hoo. No, that's not the point. The point is that uh, the the idea itself is incoherent and uh, inconsistent with the morals that this God Himself preaches. It doesn't make sense. It okay. In inconsistent with the morals. Yeah. So it's not got, it's not got nothing to do with. <laughs> The free will versus determinism, because that yeah. that's not a moral thing. That's with regards to something completely separate. This is yeah. to do with whether or not this is just, whether or not this is merciful, or merciful within the paradigm of Islam. Yeah. yeah. So he's trying to present an internal. So he initially said, "I'm not appealing to an objective moral uh, fact that Islam contradicts or the Islamic conception of God contradicts," because. Uh, AP Ridwan, he doesn't believe in objective morality. Yeah, so I think if you go to uh, one hour, 15 minutes, and 16 seconds, yeah, uh, he, just before you do though, um, before you do, so he's saying yesterday's video, um, he makes two arguments which he also referenced in the stream. So he's saying he mentioned the free will versus predetermination argument. It's completely false, completely false. You explicitly, give us time, give us time, you explicitly, I mean, we, we. I mean, we can. I don't know how how far along it is if you keep playing, but I ex he explicitly brought up the whole uh, issue of free will. He didn't bring it up as an argument, but then as I was questioning him, when he was questioning me, we were uh, exchanging questions. The whole issue of free will came up, and I said, well, "Hey, if you're doing uh, an internal critique, then you just grant that there is free will in Islam. Grant the Islamic position, and then do an ex internal critique." And he agreed to that. I mean, you could he could have disagreed to it and say, no, no, no. The argument I'm making is a predestination versus free will argument. He didn't do that. I mean, maybe you yeah. don't agree. With, you, you agreed with me that you'll be granting the, the Islamic position on free will. And then you moved on with your argument, trying to bring it to an incoherence uh, based yeah. on the concepts of forgiveness and punishment. So, so again, let's let's be specific. You did not make a predestination versus free will argument. You actually explicitly agreed with me that you'll grant it for the sake of argument, and we didn't get into predestination versus free will. Uh, actually, one of my favorite discussions to have. So, if that's what you brought up, I definitely would have spoken to you. So, um, no, no, he never yeah, brought it up. <laughs> he, he never, you're welcome yeah, to comment the timestamp. You're welcome to comment the timestamp, Ridvan, and we'll pull it pull it up. So you've got an opportunity now to show us that you did explicitly state that it was a free will versus predestination discussion. Yeah. And you're not going to be able to because that's not the discussion you were making. But, I think um, it might be in this section. If you keep playing it, you might find out what he says. It implies that uh, numerous billions of people will senselessly burn in hell for eternity simply because they were created and simply because they did not believe yeah so you're you're, you're 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 saying that's bad that's evil right no i'm saying it's inconsistent and incoherent i i do definitely also say that it is uh inhuman to maybe all of us but yeah it is i think it is vastly uh, incoherent so, okay so you mean there's an internal incoherence within islam because yeah. or whatever theistic position you're, you're addressing because the god preaches something and then contradicts it. Can we pause for uh, a second? Okay. Can you please? Yeah, so 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 he's saying, I can't point to it. I said in the stream that they are not really free and that Allah creates humans who are conditioned to believe or disbelieve. I don't remember if you used those wordings, but let me grant you that you did. I mean, even if you did, uh, AP, you shouldn't have agreed with me 
when I was actually trying to help you formulate your argument, I was sincerely trying to help you formulate a cogent argument so we can actually interact with it. But that didn't happen. When I was trying to walk you down that line of reasoning and I said, hey, you're going to need to grant free will based on what I understand from the argument you're making, grant free will. And then let's talk about that, uh, you know, incoherence you're trying to point out because it was confusing. You're talking for forgiveness, punishment. If you're really saying you were trying to make a, a predestination versus free will argument, then it's really confusing. You agreed with me. Maybe you shouldn't have agreed with me. Maybe you should have said, no, no, no. The argument I'm making is a predestination versus free will argument. You never did that, man. So yeah, I think so I we, should, we, should, we should be, we should be clear on these granted. things. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. if that was the case, granting that was just it completely undermined the whole point of making that yeah argument in the first place like it, it doesn't make no sense but um should we continue playing yeah yeah, yeah continue man. playing inshallah the, for some reason Streamyard's acting a bit slow so there's a bit of a lag if when i'm trying to pause it it's it's not doing it straight away so oh, right. bear yeah. with me there's that therefore there's a contradiction it's not true or however you want to sure, it. I make a sure. you don't have to do uh, it that formally you can just uh, explain to me no, I, uh, I just want to show something so God uh, the teaching is that God creates us in the very beginning he creates us to uh, worship him uh, he is almighty all knowing and he is good he's the most forgiving for example he has these qualities the greatest the most forgiving and all that uh, he creates so yeah, and, and this Car is the carry thing. On, just carry on, sorry, Yusuf, just carry on. Flawed human beings like us in masses of numbers, and he creates us knowing that we will have free will, and he creates right. many of us, including me. For he go. creates us knowing we will have free will. Yes. So this, you're even granting free will within the argument. Yeah. yeah so he's contradicting what he's saying. He's you can't be determined and free in the way that he thinks. If he thinks they're contradictory, then they're contradictory. You can't try to play it both ways. Yeah, and he's not making that argument at all. Let's keep, should we keep playing? Yeah, yeah, keep playing. Me, for example. Let me give an example of myself. I would like to uh, sacrifice myself for this. He creates me knowing that in life, I will use my free will in such a way that I will end up not believing in him, that I will end up believing that he does not exist and that his religion is false. And that I will, therefore, because of my free will, because of the decision that I make, because of my ignorance and stupidity, maybe, I will end up going to hell and burning there forever, especially also with all the other people that I led astray. But despite that, knowing from the very beginning that I will, if he gives me free will, that I will misuse my free will, if he gives me free will, if he gives me free yeah. will, so he's so he's talking about knowledge and free will. He's not talking about predestination. So so yeah, and he's he's implying that, that this is this is wrong. That Allah yeah. shouldn't have created us if he knows he's going to be throwing us in hell. Yeah. That's, that's, this is a moral will. argument. Yeah. This is a moral argument. And he's trying to say that there's an internal contradiction with this. This is his argument. That's why if you go back to the. Uh, previous uh timestamp that we had which was which a one? bit further uh what was it again it was um one hour 24 minutes 22 seconds ridwan is trying to lay out this internal critique yeah so one hour 24 22 i think yeah this okay go ahead yeah. so um you believe or well, the idea is that Allah is all-knowing, almighty, and the most merciful and the most the greatest good, right? Yes. Yes. And you believe that uh, Allah created all of us. Yeah, just to note, if if it is a free will versus determinism thing, and you're trying to say this is a contradiction, you don't need to mention Allah is good. It's got, you don't need to mention he's merciful. The free will versus determinism argument is completely separate from notions of good and um mercy. It's just saying that how can you be free if you are determined? That's it. So That's right. Yeah. Yes. You believe that Allah gave us free will? 
Yes. And you believe that Allah gave us the mission. You believe that Allah knew exactly what we would do with our free will, right? Knew. Did he say knew? That he knew exactly yes. what we would yes. do with our free will. Yes. And yes. Despite that, he created us at the very so you see, beginning. You right? see, sorry, and sorry. You see why, you see why I stressed on knew there and I asked him knew because if he's saying God predetermined your free will, that's where I would have been a bit charitable and said, okay, so you're making, you're trying to point out a contradiction uh, between predetermination and free will. But no, he was talking about knowledge. So that, that's a different story. Yeah, yeah. I, I think as well, it, what we'll do is we'll do a full stream on this free will versus determinism argument. Yeah. And we'll do that separately, I think, uh, in the future, inshallah. So we've got the problem of evil coming up, um, which I think touches on what he's actually arguing. Um, so we, we'll do a stream on that next. Um, and then maybe, inshallah, the one we can do after that is the free will versus determinism. So we will yeah, and, cover that. And Pine Creek. There will be no yeah. pain, suffering, or disbelief if Allah never created. Sorry, bro, but that's not an argument. <laughs> I mean, really, you guys need to learn. I've been doing this for a while. That's not an argument. That's just a statement. I have yeah, nothing yeah. to work with here. So there would be no pain, suffering, or disbelief if Allah never created. Therefore, I mean, yeah. that's not an argument. There's just, a difference just, just between the statement. Just wanted to argument. point that out. Yeah, and and to be fair, I even told. AP during the stream that there are challenging formulations of the problem of evil that we we need to take seriously and engage with you're yeah, not presenting yeah. one pine creek you're not presenting one now either and during the last stream when we were live with AP you were presenting honestly quite laughable arguments you were presenting premise premise conclusion arguments where the three the three points are premises with no conclusion i mean so so i think you guys with 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 all due respect should you know, take philosophy a bit more seriously and not Definitely. think it is so irrelevant because that's just going to make your whole mission here on YouTube quite irrelevant. Yeah. What we can do as well yeah. is um, we, we can pull up some of the academic arguments and we at some point in the future we'll do streams on these academic arguments maybe. So it might be I mean, that's idea. the stream we're having about the problem of evil. We're going to deal yeah, with yeah. actual problems, <laughs> actual yeah. arguments, actual, you know, philosophical yeah. formulations. Take the arguments you guys are trying to present seriously. You, yeah. you can't dis you can't try to make philosophical arguments and at the same time, you know, disrespect philosophy and call it irrelevant. You know, it's, it's, you're you're making philosophical arguments. The fact that you think that you're not means that you're just very bad philosophers. Mm. Yeah, it's very frustrating yeah. to deal yeah. with. Yeah. The yeah. goal's so, one, one hour forty, fourteen seconds. So so we know what his argument is, what he's been laying out. Yeah, or he's attempting to like he's attempting to show something problem within the Islamic conception, a contradiction, an internal critique. He's not appealing to a problem of evil in terms of an external criteria by which he's judging Islam. He's saying within Islam. So yeah, so this I think this will explain this point. Uh, and it's, there's a note as well that he can't make an external critique based on the problem of evil because he's a moral nihilist. Yeah. So he, there's, there's no such he's and he's I've had a back and forth with him on Twitter and he's even admitted that he thinks that, that he's basically an error theorist that the, the the whole moral conversation is a an error that, that, that there's no such thing as good and evil feelings that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah these are um, meaningless statements which is it, really strange because I was trying to understand well the, most of his critiques are moral critiques. Mm. And the only way these crit the critiques work is from an external critique with an external standard. But he he, he completely throws out that, that standard by being a moral nihilist, by being an error theorist or emotivist. 
It's um, yeah. It's annoying. So, so go uh, to one, I... one hour forty fourteen seconds, inshallah. Okay, Bismillah. But uh, let me let me let me, let me ask and you. Just... Yeah, because this no, is that is, in, sounds... is incoherent. I think that is completely no, no, no. Because this you're packaging it as as if it's a logical oh. contradiction, but it's sounding I like say the... is incoherent. Look, it is I know, incoherent. I know, I know. Yeah, when, yeah. I'm saying that you said that, but the meat and potatoes of it is is that this it sounds more like a moral claim. It sounds more like you're saying this it is, is not. It is not. Which then you need but to show. Everything. Then you need to show what's the logical contradiction. You haven't shown that. There needs it's... to be. You need to give premise one, which is a. So the Quran or the Sunnah says a, and then premise two. It also says b, and b is the negation of a. So b is not a. It's a very rigid, rigid way to approach this. Go back to slow speed. Yeah. Let's uh, let's go back a bit because this is the key point where you start to explain what is a internal critique. What do we mean by a logical incoherence or a logical contradiction? And just a note on this: this isn't quote unquote strict. This is what a contradiction is. And, and not only that, this is as simple a way as you can put it. A contradiction is two statements, one being the negation of the other, within the same system. And rather than going in with all of this rhetoric and all of this extra baggage on top of your argument, that's completely unnecessary. Because if he's not making an, a moral argument, he doesn't need to mention good. He doesn't need to mention mercy. He doesn't need to mention forgiveness. If, if that's if that really is his argument, he doesn't need to mention these. The fact that he mentions them, he thinks they're relevant to the yeah. argument. So he's saying, no, it's not a moral argument. But, it, but the fact that you're mentioning them suggests that it is. Because when, when you're talking about things being good or things being merciful or things being forgiven, you're, you're talking about whether or not he's doing something wrong and he shouldn't have done this. So if and if that's not what you mean, then you need to remove that from your argument and get rid of all the rhetoric, get rid of the extra baggage, and just simplify it. The two statements that contradict necessarily A, the statement which makes a proposition, and then not A, the statement which negates that very proposition. That's what we were asking. That's what a contradiction is. And that's as simple as you're going to get it. That's something you're going to learn if you go to study philosophy in college, you know, at A level which is before you even go into university to study it. These are the questions. Well, that, that is what you're going to talk about what a contradiction is. It's beginner yeah. philosophy, what a contradiction is. It's not, it's not some sort of abstract notion of a contradiction. It's not this over, overly complex version of it. It's simple. It's and, nice and, this, and easy. This is why during the discussion, Abdurrahman, he said that you're making a very strong claim. Yeah, so Ridwan is making yeah. a very strong claim. He's saying there's an internal incoherency within the quran yeah so there is a logical contradiction so just play it now just where you explain it again and then premise two it also says b and b is the negation of a so b is not a it's a very rigid, rigid way that. to approach you, this, this topic, that, well that's but... that's what a contradiction is that's what i'm telling you is what i'm telling you is it is incoherent that Allah creates yeah. human beings, yep. that he, he says that they are fully responsible for their actions, yeah. although he creates them yeah. with, their, with their capabilities and with their nature. Uh, and then he decides to punish them because yeah. they do not believe in him. Because they, they chose their because they chose their free will, which he gave to them in, yeah. in the very beginning. He chose he gave them free will, and they used this free will in the wrong way, which is why he will punish them forever. Yeah. And this was their own fault. Yes. 
and they come That's not a contradiction. And they, and That's they not a contradiction. <laughs> <laughs> guys, 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 I just want to bring... I didn't know whether someone was saying something then or whether no, it was on stream. I was, uh, I, my reaction and the video is my reaction now. I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, oh my God, he doesn't understand. And not only that, but he repeats the argument for a third time now in a slightly different form in the first time. But he's repeated the argument that God created you with your free will, knowing what you're going to do with your free will. And then punishes you when you don't do according, you know, according to your free will, what God wants. And then he's trying to say that's an incoherency. And it's like, where is the negation of, or where is the proposition A and the negation of not A? Where is that? It's not. Yeah, because the propositions he was he creates you knowing you're going to do something. Yeah. And then you do it, and then he punishes you knowing that he's knowing that you're going to do it. It, it. What's happening here is there's this sort of inferred statement somewhere in that argument that that is wrong like wh yeah. why else would you mention it it's not it's uh it's frustrating because he, he he doesn't explicitly <laughs> like do we carry on playing and see what yeah, else play, play, yeah. just at the very beginning was allah wanna... was allah able to allah yeah. calls this evil and allah is angry with this was allah able to Tweak that and to, to prevent that from the very beginning. Ridman, Ridman, I, I, Ridman. No, can, can you please sorry, answer this question? Because I, I, I answered that question like question. three times. I no, you did not. Like you did not. What so God, was Allah God, able to tweak that at the very okay, beginning? Okay, okay. Let me make let me make a stronger argument from you. God was able to present to prevent the 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 punishment of people in hell. Uh -huh. Yet he did not. Okay, so okay. I'm 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 explicitly stating what you want to ask me right now. God was able to. God was able to. Prevent it by not creating, yet he chose to create a world where free creatures will be accountable for their free actions, and he judged them by that. I have not seen a contradiction. Uh, if there is a contradiction, I think, because deductive arguments are just clear, because it ju it's just, you know, it's, it's almost, it's like analytically true. It's just clear what the argument says, and the contradiction is derived from the language of the argument. So I haven't seen a contradiction, uh, but I want to... I want to move back to a point. That point, I was. I yeah, I think it, this. Does it go back to? The, well, well, I'll just let it. Yeah, I think that that's pretty much on that section. But I think it's pretty clear what Ridwan tried to do is he tried to then start to question about. Uh, Look, he's bringing it up again. So he's he's reverting. So now it's not about <laughs> free will and predetermination again. Uh, he's no. making the argument he was making in the stream, and he can't see. How this isn't the same argument as free will versus predetermination, but he's conceding this is what he said, which is what we said you said, and you said no, I was making a free will versus predetermination argument. You didn't. This was the argument. Here's the problem. So again, but careful. See what he says here. He doesn't meet the criteria being forgiving, merciful. I was trying to give him a chance during the stream, yeah. or you're here in the chat, so I'll speak to you directly, Ridvan. I was trying to give you a chance during the stream to actually uh, you know point out what the incoherence is by explaining the concept of forgiveness in Islam so i was telling you you don't have an objective standard to appeal to to say that okay this uh, uh, you know uh, 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 understanding of forgiveness is immoral you, you and you agree that you don't have that objective standard and you're making an internal critique so tell us what forgiveness is in Islam and how it contradicts whatever your other premise was about punishment right but yeah. you you weren't you weren't saying that you were saying stuff like you know i would forgive a person for disbelief or for something else that god wouldn't forgive him for and then i was trying to you know uh, tease out what you know you mean by that do you mean that that's more moral is that is that your standard 
or are you trying to define forgiveness as it is understood, the concept of forgiveness in Islam, and then the concept of punishment in Islam, and there are contradictory notions, bring the position to an absurdity. You, you just had so many chances. I'm sorry, Ridvan, you just yeah. never never managed to do that. Uh, and we can analyze and, and, his statement. And, just so sorry, and when he was told what the criteria is, to present a proposition of A and then another proposition which negates A, he said very clearly that's too rigid. Yeah? So it's not the case that now he's saying, no, 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 it's incorrect. He said that process, that method to demonstrate an internal con uh, internal critique or uh, engaging in internal critique and, uh, and showing incoherency was too rigid. So he doesn't know what the criteria is. So for something to be incoherent. Yeah, yeah. It just seems to be appealing to some sort of, uh, you know, intuition or intuition or something like that. You know, well, yeah. you know, it's like this, isn't it? Yeah. And every time I mention that in the stream, that you seem to be appealing to some sort of feelings, you say, no, 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 it's not. It's not. And then when we said, well, this is what the criteria is, he then basically said too rigid, yeah, meaning, yeah. meaning he's accepting his position does not reach that criteria. And so I, I want to address this statement as well, because even within the, the comment, we've, we've brought it up now. Um, so it's, there's two parts of it. The first part is uh, because if Allah is the most forgiving, merciful, and then the second part, but doesn't meet the criteria of being forgiving, merciful. Now notice here in the second part of the statement, but doesn't meet the criteria of being forgiving and merciful. Notice how he drops the most, because this makes a difference. Allah is the most forgiving does not necessitate that he forgives all things with, under certain conditions. Now, if someone does something and doesn't repent, then he's under no compulsion to forgive. The Quran makes it clear within that, that he will not forgive certain things, especially if you don't repent, but he will forgive all things if you do repent. There's a specific verse in the Quran, maybe someone can search it while I'm talking, but yeah. Allah says, he um, forgives all things. So if you yeah. commit shirk and you repent, he will forgive you for it. You will be forgiven. So he does forgive all things, but there's conditions that need to be met. And those conditions are outlined in the Quran. It isn't inconsistent. It isn't inconsistent because the Quran specifically gives those conditions. It explains, I'm the most forgiving. There's certain things that are not going to be forgiven. Now, I made reference to uh, quantity. Uh, in the the thing, like so, there was one one element you could approach it by quantity. Allah literally does just forgive more things than Ridvan ever could do, but Allah, in terms of quantity, forgives more than Ridvan is willing to forgive. I can guarantee it. There's videos of Ridvan not not being very um, forgiving to other ex-Muslims when he's there's all this drama within the ex-Muslim community kicking off. You know, it, it, he he talks as if he's this sort of super forgiving being himself, and he isn't. He isn't at all. And there's evidences of that on the internet. The, the, the point is, is Allah, in terms of quantity and quality, is capable of... There's a hadith on it. Allah says that he would forgive, um, you know, even if your sins were to pile up to the clouds, if they weighed more than the earth itself, Allah would forgive them. Allah would forgive them, regardless of how many, what kind of sins they were. If you sincerely ask for forgiveness, Allah will forgive you. That's about as forgiving as you're going to get. You can't top that. You can't top that. And simply pointing out that under 
you know, this one particular thing you think you would forgive. You say you would, but it's not even clear that you would. You're just making the statement that, you know, <laughs> that makes you more forgiving. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Because the Quran even explicitly outlines that this is a particular thing that he won't forgive. That does not negate him still being the most forgiving, which is why you leave it out in the second part of your statement, but doesn't meet the criteria of being forgiving, merciful. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. All he has to do is be more forgiving than you in terms of quantity and quality. He does that. I've demonstrated that. It's not a contradiction. This is the argument you were making. Not free will versus predetermination. Now you, you and I think it was made very clear by a lot of people, even atheists, that you made a bad argument, that you weren't able to even show that. And what you've had to do is you've had to backpedal. And you've done that even in this stream, in the comments. You've done that in this because in the comments you made the claim that you made a, a free will versus predetermination argument. You didn't. I've given you the opportunity to give timestamps. You've not done so. We've gone through the video and analyzed what you've said, and we've shown what you've said, and that's shown that you didn't. And then not only that, you then comment reiterating the argument we said you were making, which undermines the other comments that you made saying you didn't make it. Come on, La. Like, <laughs> it's like you're not you're not if you i get it like i said i get anxious i'm anxious now like and sometimes when the anxiety kicks in it's difficult to follow a train of thought it becomes hard i can't help but feel like that's what's going on here now because you're you're saying one thing and then you say that the only contradictions i'm coming across here is in the very statements you're making you're the one that's being incoherent you say you didn't yeah. do one thing and then the next thing you say it <laughs> And reiterate the thing we said you said that you said you didn't say. Yusuf, let me read out on his community post. Yeah, uh, he's uh, what he he then tried to re he then tried to present. A, a, this is what he sent uh, after our stream. This is what so here's what he said. Islam teaches that Allah is Almighty, All Knowing, and the one who creates and decrees everything. Islam claims that Allah gave humans the free will and responsibility to choose between belief and disbelief and that Allah rewards and punishes humans for belief and disbelief. For Islam to be true, Allah must have created and decreed everything and humans must be free to choose between belief and disbelief. If Allah did create and decree everything, then humans cannot have free will and cannot be held responsible for belief and disbelief. If humans have free will and can choose between belief and disbelief, then Allah cannot have decreed everything. If Allah did not decree everything or free will does not exist, then Islam is false. Therefore, Islam is false. Now, nowhere in in this stream, and we played a number of sections, did he make that argument. Yeah, mm -hmm. He's not making that argument. Yeah, he's gone away. He's realized he made a, a really rubbish argument. He couldn't reduce it. He couldn't reduce it to a logical contradiction. He believed that a logical contradiction of A and not A would have been too rigid a criteria to uh, judge his particular words. And now he's come back and he's giving a different argument. Yeah, that's like, got, that's that's like I've me going on a debate. That's like me going on going on a debate, trying to argue for the existence of God, doing a horrible job, and then going back home making a video where I like you know put a very uh, sophisticated formulation of the contingency argument by Proust or something. I'm like, ah, there it is, you know, <laughs> to compensate for my well, that uh, yeah, argument might be valid and sound, but it has nothing to do with the debate. <laughs> you yeah. need to oh, make oh, it oh. in the discussion so we can engage with it.
Um, there are not even more specific. Somebody goes, uh, uh, debates uh, using theological argument, does a really bad job, then afterwards writes a post using a transcendental argument for God. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. says that's the argument. Yeah, argument. And then yes. saying that's what I was arguing all along. And it's like, mm, no, it's like well, no, 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 no. <laughs> there were two different arguments. And it's been yeah. it's been demonstrated that there were two different arguments. It's been shown. We've shown you the videos. And, well, I guess, I don't know what else you could say about that. There's also this, um, which is funny. So so Allah only forgives if you repent. Yes. So He can he forgive apart from apart from shirk. He can forgive other sins without repentance. But with yeah, yeah, also yeah. shirk has to be uh, seeking repentance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and he says, so he isn't able to forgive us if we don't repent. No, he is able to forgive us if we don't repent. It, he just he he doesn't want to. He's not going to because he stated he's not going to. Not because he's being forced not to. He's made it a condition upon mankind. He said it. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's not a restriction on him. He's he's not. There's nothing. What who what who's restricting him? Who's going to do it? He's the highest of, you know, in terms of the theology that we put forward. He is, you know, the owner of all power. There is nothing outside of him that is going to restrict him and say that he can't do X, Y, Z. No, he can choose to do things like, for example, he chooses to create and he can choose not to forgive certain things. And when he does that, he even makes it clear and explicit in the Quran what he's going to forgive, what he's not going to forgive and the conditions by which he will. That, simple. Yeah. Simple. And if it's a non sequitur to say that he can't or he isn't able to forgive us if we don't repent. That doesn't follow at all. So no. Uh, okay, so there's another section here. So two hours, yeah, yeah. four minutes and 52 seconds to two uh, hours, seven, 27. Two hours what, sorry? Two hours, four minutes and 52. Just three minutes it is. And we only got one more uh, after that just one more timestamp to look at. So it's not okay, long this one. This man. Have no answer to that. We will not have an answer to that. We speculate about endlessly, and I would rather leave it to uh, exploring reasonable findings, finding things out, rather than, uh, than to accept certain speculations that come with certain demands. To even also believe in those, I these are things that I cannot uh, really concern myself with because I think they are a waste of time to me. Very honestly, I just say something on but, that but speculation this is, this part. I go ahead. But this is the point. This is this is to do with the logical entailment. Yeah, this is like a necessary logical entailment of an argument. Okay. This is not going to be superseded by science. So science is mm -hmm. not going to turn around. Science is not going to turn around and say, oh, look, I found a particular particle, and therefore we don't need to believe in a necessary foundation to reality, because it will never be. Because what science will look at and what science identifies are contingent realities, things that are quantifiable. So if it's quantifiable and therefore has limitations, it's going to be dependent upon something else and require an explanation. So that's why it's a logical entailment to a necessary being. What Abdul then said, he said, fine, we go from a li limited, dependent, contingent pen, and we understand that the universe is limited, contingent, and needs a necessary foundation to reality. What Abdul then said is that this necessary foundation doesn't have any explanation outside of itself but created, did an act, in an indeterminate act, yeah, indeterminacy. How we identify other human beings that are conscious and have will is through the indeterminacy. 
Yeah, in a way, which sorry, is not I... explained by physical laws per se. Yeah, Sharif, you you're breaking up a little bit. Not quite. Breaking up a little bit, Sharif. I'm not sure if you got what he said there, Advan. Oh, sorry. Uh, partially. So uh... I said uh, how, how we, yeah, how we identify how we identify that something has a will is through indeterminate action that cannot be explained through physical non-conscious laws interacting with each other. I understand. So how I, I know you're a conscious being as opposed to a robot, yeah, or a bottle, then it's because obviously the bottle doesn't you know, undertake indeterminate actions, yeah? Mm -hmm. It's determined by some external forces. So this necessary foundation to reality, yeah, which is the logical entailment that contingent things require an explanation, itself would act indeterminately because it's not going to be caused outside of itself because there's nothing outside of itself to make the cause. Okay, here's, okay, a, here's I'm, a thing. Um, to get back to where I actually made a note about something that... Yeah, so I don't know if Abdurrahman wants to uh, comment on that particular point. Sorry, what point was it? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long week, hasn't it? Hold yes, on. it has. <laughs> so, so the point that was being I raised there to Ridwan was the fact that uh, you have contingent things. Contingent things require a necessary explanation. A necessary explanation acts uh, indeterminately, so it's not determined by something outside of itself. And that's how we identify a will. So I was just repeating your particular argument that you made yeah. earlier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and 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 his his response was something uh, along the lines of "We're not sure." Brain. Yeah, we're not yeah, sure. Mind, mind, brain, mind, brain, brain, mind brain. brain. So again, this is where this is where the philosophy comes in, and peace, people who say we're not philosophers, we're not interested in philosophy, simply, no disrespect, shouldn't have this discussion. I mean, just just. Discuss something else, right? just, yeah. just, just talk about other stuff. There's a lot of things you can talk about, but then if you're going to say that you know it's 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 um, it's it's reasonable or it's 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 the most uh, plausible position to take that mind is simply brain, and you don't know that you're taking a uh, reductive or materialist, uh, uh, you know, t philosophical position on 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 the theory of mind or in the philosophy of mind, then then you're just again speaking about stuff you are not equipped to speak about. Uh, I think the first step towards solving that is just, you know, realizing what you're talking about and how you are seriously not equipped to talk about it. And you could either read up on it and we can talk about it, or we can have an honest discussion, even if you don't know what you're talking about, or you could just talk about other things that you're interested in talking about. Yeah. Cool. Let's go to the final uh, timestamp which is two hours, 14 minutes and three seconds. And it's only for 30 seconds. Uh, uh, one, one second, one second. Because um, uh, Pine Creek, <laughs> it's an interesting comment here. Uh, this, is, this is something else, right? Because I uh, watched <laughs> that discussion. I watched part of that discussion. Uh, that uh, that Pine Creek had with AP, and he said that you know these guys should just you know they should just talk about the arguments against their positions. You should ask Abdul, you know, what Grandma P says about his position, as if that's some knockout argument against him. the fact that an argument exists against a position. If that was sufficient to just you know uh, you, you know put everything to to to, to bed then Pine Creek, no one would ever hold any position, <laughs> okay? So oh, you, it isn't sufficient for you to say, hey, 
Grand Mopi has this position. No, you need to be familiar with it, and you need to argue for it. I'm familiar with his positions, and I can argue against his positions, and he is definitely a respected philosopher, and 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 it's worthy to engage with his ideas. But I, I just sometimes, sometimes, uh, I just wouldn't be interested in doing all that hard work for my interlocutor. If you're coming forward and claiming to be well-equipped in this discussion, you should bring forward Oppie's argument, make it, and then let's talk about it. But I'm not yeah. going to do that work for you, right? And- you know what it is? I think people, I think Pine Creek is under the impression uh, that we don't read our, you know, you know, atheist positions. We don't try to study and understand it. We don't try to understand it to the point where we could try and steal money. I think I, I think for the, for, for us here, uh, and certainly speaking for myself as well, I think I could do a better job arguing for atheism than, than the vast majority exactly. of atheists. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah? Uh, because exactly. that's the whole point that you can only really appreciate your own position uh, if you can argue the position better than your interlocker, yeah, yeah. Uh, or try to do that, and then you can really understand it. People out there th- seem to think atheists out there seem to think, oh, we've never thought about Alex Malpass's, uh, uh, you know, uh, discussion about actual infinite or Graham Oppie and you know the fact that there's an appeal to you know some sort of brute contingency on both sides or anything like this like we've never done that yeah and the hypocrisy is what really annoys the heck out of me because i saw pine creek have a discussion with ap before you know in preparation for this uh, discussion with thing pine creek is asking ridwan about the mortgages of the quran does he has he ever read about the mortgages of the quran before you're going to critique the mortgages of the quran go and read ilm al-balagha Go and read Imam Jorjani. Go and read the, those people who, who are the experts and who are the proponents of this argument before you start to mock it and critique it. This is the complete hypocrisy. He's expecting yeah. us to go and learn about atheism from the top atheist lecture, uh, philosophers, which we do, and that these people are not willing to do the same work when it comes to Islam. And I think it's because they dismiss Islam and Muslims as somehow backward religious people who don't even have an argument and have never had an argument for the last 1400 years yeah, yeah sure, and here here yeah, here, sure. here, here, here go ahead they, they, they would be more likely to read dr seuss instead of what you recommend <laughs> I, I i agree and here look what he's saying he's saying thought adventure podcast i just want to he, uh, to hear him utter all his views so muslims can hear it from someone in their tribe Kind of like right, echoing well, what you're no. echoing what you're saying there, Sharif, right? Because well, we're, I guess we're, we're you don't. Tried. I guess you don't know, Mister Pine Creek. I actually did an entire stream on Graham Oppie where I spoke to him directly, broke mm-hmm. then broke down his argument and told my audience what his argument was and why I thought it was wrong. But you wouldn't know that because you can't yeah, even read Doctor Seuss. <laughs> And, and we've done how many <laughs> streams on cosmological arguments? We've had one from necessary being uh, to God, where we definitely brought up Graham Oppie and his brute contingencies and all of that stuff. But the, the idea is some people just want us to do their homework for them, right? You need to go read up if you are interested in having a serious intellectual, intellectual engagement on these topics. We're not going to do the homework for you. We talk about this to Muslims all the time. I just think you're not equipped enough to understand what we're saying when we speak about these things to Muslims. 
because you don't know that this is Oppie's view. You wouldn't even understand Oppie's view if we mentioned it. No disrespect, but I'm just yeah. seriously saying that you would not understand Oppie's view if I put it forward to you right now. So, so for those there. of you who do want to, because um, obviously this is just going to bloody take the stream on a, a huge tangent, you're more than welcome to go to Jake's channel to, uh, and watch his video on this. So it's called Jake, the Muslim metaphysician, questions Dr. Graham Oppie on the beginning of the universe. So he, he talks to him yeah. on this. And you can go watch that. And you, what you're going to do when you do that, by the way, guys, you know, spoiler alert, you're going to hear Graham Oppie's position. <laughs> you, you, you talk like we hide it. Honestly, it's yeah. annoying. It, no, but but it, the reason, to be honest, this is again where, 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 where I don't think it's dishonesty. There, there, there might be there might be something there with regard to you know whatever ulterior motives to have they have to take taking this approach. But I don't think it's dishonesty. I think he just sincerely, if he does hear Graham Oppie's position, he wouldn't know it's Graham Oppie's position, and even worse, he probably wouldn't understand it. I'm not trying to be insulting. It's just you're not familiar with the field. It's like I'm not familiar with. But so he actively avoids it as well. Just, Both of them. I they just avoid talking avoid about it. things. I'm not, I'm you, not you know what's in, yeah. interesting about that stream as well? That was a stream that Khalil, obviously now uh, now called Khalil, what's called before he used the name Justin. That was a stream that Justin had uh, when he was an atheist, uh, maybe a few months before he became a Muslim. He had Graham Opion to discuss with him his views about yeah. atheism. To see, you know, how it challenges the theistic arguments, and so that he could assess it for himself. So this idea. And how, that, <laughs> yeah, Sharif, how did he even find out about Graham Oppie? Because I told, I told him about Graham Oppie. I told Justin when he was an atheist, stop doing this garbage stuff that you find on the internet. Bring somebody like Graham Oppie on, who actually can speak intelligible sentences and try to make a coherent argument and then what did i do i didn't just hide it and and not try to engage i went out of my way to join the stream and challenge him directly and then i did a stream on my channel reviewing it and expounding on it yeah. but you wouldn't know these things because you're you're too busy thinking that oh muslims just want to hide everything and they don't want to discuss these things no, it's not true. There's yeah. something he's, wrong with yeah. you. Look at this as well. So he's let's pull this up and let's see if he does make the. Uh, so he's saying he makes two arguments. You don't make two arguments. You don't say I've got two arguments here. No, you you're you're putting forward an argument, an argument. Which one is it? Is it that Allah is not forgiving, or that it was a free will versus predetermination? The fact that you mention that he that we have free will isn't enough to say that you made the free will versus predetermination argument. Just yeah. that one word, that keyword isn't enough to suggest that. Well, and he, we'll bring he, it up. He, he, what he did, this is what he did. Cause I remember it and obviously I've watched it before. So he was trying to present an internal contradiction. He mentioned like free will numerous times. Then he's, he realized he couldn't make an internal contradiction. Then he started to try to modify his argument. And, we, and then that's where Abdul said, look, are you trying to argue this now? And he's like, well, maybe not. You know, he was a bit waffly about it. And said, well, you have to appeal to this criteria if you're going to make this now. So what is it? And he wasn't very clear. But yeah, if you want to go back to the one hour, 44 yeah. minutes, 40 seconds, we'll make it the last one, this uh, last clip for him. Uh, Bismillah. Let's see if he does actually make two arguments. In the idea that Allah at the very beginning 
creates human beings in such a way that they will be conditioned to uh, use their free will, to misuse their free will, which Allah gave them in such a way that they will be eternally punished. And yet at the very beginning, he decides to go ahead with that, decides to create them and decides to send them to hell. I respect, I respect. And decides to send them to hell. That was the conclusion. Yeah. Like, so, and this yeah, is the but, conclusion. So the, what is the conclusion? The conclusion has got to do with he sends them to hell. It's got nothing yeah. to do with free will versus predetermination. Does he say right anything else? That's why I yeah, told exactly. you. That's why I told you he's not stupid. He knows what he's doing. He's dishonest. Okay, go on, Karen. Play it more. So let's see the longer. Because I think he tries to tries to change a little bit, change a little bit, because he gets caught out. So he's like trying to make up arguments on the fly. To believe that it's a cop out, but for me, a cop out would be that you present a problem and I brush the problem aside and, and and you know avoid it what i'm what i did do is i took your idea very seriously and i actually asked you questions to clarify the specific argument you're trying to make you said you're trying to make an internal critique and point out an incoherence i, I i'm not sure i'm not sure you're aware what an incoherence is but in order to do that you need to present an actual deductive form argument or even if you're not going to present it in a deductive form you have to point out two positions that are inconsistent or contradictory like proposition a uh, and proposition b imply a and not a that's that's a contradiction and that would be very clear because deductive yeah. arguments and, are and, very and when, so when, i took when, the position seriously i already have this, I okay, so, 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 so let's give Rifan one last chance to present the two propositions. I want to ask you one brief question to just... Uh, Rifan, just before you, ask, before you ask me the brief, brief question. So I'm going to ask you about the two propositions. We, we, will the get to this, we will get to this forever. I want to ask one... No, 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 it's not going to be Rifan, Rifan, bro, please. Just focus on the two propositions. Then He gave us a timestamp. We went to the timestamp. We played it for a good four three four minutes is he didn't make the argument in that timestamp he made a completely different argument end of <laughs> you know if he wants to change his argument fine change his argument that's fine that's you know you can turn around and say change the argument but i think like i said at the beginning of this uh uh show i said there's two main highlights that we we get from this discussion with ap the first one is that he said it's reasonable and justified and reasonably justified and the solid reasons he used that word as well to believe in one god yeah and the second thing was that when he tried to present an internal contradiction with regards to the islamic conception of god and he was told what the criteria is a and not a he said that's too rigid meaning he accepts implicitly his position does not result in that type of internal contradiction regards to the Islamic conception of God. Yeah. yeah. And uh, here as well, so it says, Jake, if you think AP is dishonest, why did you go on a live stream with him? So the thing is, is we were going to give him the well, benefit of the I doubt. Well, because I didn't, hold on, let me answer. <laughs> yeah, cool. I didn't know he was that dishonest until what he did while he was on the show and the aftermath of it, of what he's done since. Now I know he's dishonest. Yeah, and, this, and, um, it, and it, his dishonesty, his dishonesty was exposed, and because of that, now I refuse to have a further debate or discussion with him. And not only that, it's just because he's 
completely inept. He needs to open up Dr. Seuss and have a read. Yeah. Yeah. And there's there's other things here as well. So let's have a look. So he says they. And, and like, he, he, so he, he constantly feeds this, uh, this notion that the Muslims, the Muslims, like we're just one huge cohesive unit that all walk the same way and jump one when person, one, one person, person jumps. Mistake, everybody's they, so we, after we'd agreed to the discussion, he made a video. And that video specifically um, was doing this whole uh, generalization thing. It's like, you know, atheists, you know, I, um, I want to have a discussion. I want to talk to you and uh, talk about ideas and see what's right and what's wrong. And then Christian, and he said, he says the Christian does the same thing as the atheist. I want to talk to you. Yes, let's engage. Let's have a discussion. And then he goes Muslim, and he puts on a towel on his head, and he goes, I want to destroy it. Muslim. By the way, he's he's making the claim Muslim. Muslims are like this. Christians are like this. Uh, atheists are like this. And he feeds this notion. And you go through the comments on his video, bring up it's the video. Like, bring up the video. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. And then, as well as that, so he's doing. Um, let me pull up something else as well. Um, it wasn't that long ago, was it? It was the. Yeah, it was a baby. Um, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So, even the the thumbnail. Uh, I'll show you the thumbnail. Uh, share screen. So even the thumbnail is like atheist, cool guy with a hat on, Christian, nice guy with comb over, Muslim, like, dodgy guy, guy with shades with sunglasses <laughs> and a towel on his head. And uh, let's pull up the video. So you can see, and th this was after we'd agreed or after we'd already been communicating with him at this point. Uh, and he was saying, you know, I want a nice discussion with Muslims. Like, you know, I don't want it to be about mocking. I don't want it to be about because he said this at the beginning of the, the live stream as well, funnily enough. Despite this video being released between, which is mocking. yeah, which is mocking, yeah, yeah, and so how Christian apologists and Muslim apologists respond. Now we'll we'll let the the video speak for itself. Hey, let's have a debate. I'm sure it would be. Oh, is that coming out? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's a great idea. Let's have a fruitful debate. Maybe we can even change each other's minds. Hey, let's have a debate. You want debate? Come face to face to my park. I will end your career, you Islamophobe. You will be humiliated, boy. Allahu Akbar. Yeah, now, one so, second. Now, now uh, Ridwan, seriously. Um, this whole thing about, I don't know if you guys discussed this, about people coming on your channel. Like, are you really surprised? I mean, you, 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 you take a look at our channel and the videos we have. We have discussions with people of all faiths and non-faiths. And we're very respectful with everybody. We're very civil. We engage with people's ideas. And uh, it's not surprising that you would agree to come on this kind of channel. And you think it's what at all surprising that Jake and Yusuf, I'm not sure what they told you personally, but if they did tell you they don't want to have a discussion on your channel, that's the kind of content you're putting out on Muslims. I don't get how that's that's news. I mean, it's obviously you should expect that it's likely that a Muslim who respects himself would not want to come on such a channel. Yeah, please. I mean, if you have respect for people, uh, nobody, nobody's gonna, nobody's going to, uh, um, you know, have this approach with you. People will want to have honest, open discussions with you. But this is your caricature of Muslims. You say Muslim, yeah. and then you come on our channel saying you want to have respectful dialogues. Well, we're Muslims, so. 
again, I mean, I just don't get how you're surprised that, you know, someone wouldn't want to have a discussion on your channel. Just... And he talks like Muslims haven't had debates before. Like, like he, the, the thing is, right, all you need to do is search Muslim debate on YouTube. And you're going to see loads of Muslims debating and they're being civil and they're going on. I to, just had one. You just, yeah, you just had one on uh, Christian channel and it was very respectful. It was very proper. It didn't even need a moderator. It was self-moderated. There's discussions with atheists. You know, there's there's literally Muslims have been having interfaith discussions with Christians for what, so, like fifty years now. I mean, yeah, what's... and and they, and they, they many of them, and Probably I'm not saying thousand. all of I mean... them, yeah, but there are a lot of civil discussions that Muslims are having, and they're doing it publicly. The videos are available for you to find on the internet. Now, if, if there is a a common theme. If, if in anything is that you have a problem getting Muslims on. Why is that? It's not because you're, you know, like philosophically superior because exactly. we've, we've demonstrated that that's definitely not the case. What is it about you, Ridwan, that makes it so difficult to have conversations with you? Even uh, Brother Asadullah Ali went on to Vidu Vids and was capable of having a very, very civil discussion with them. And the, the I think it um, I don't know because Video Vids took his channel down or he deleted all of his videos or something. I think Asadullah did have it on his channel. I don't know if it's still there or not or whether it got flagged. But it, 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 there's evidence of it. Now, if there's a common denominator, if there's a common denominator, it's that you make it very difficult to have a conversation with because of the way you behave, because of the way you treat Muslims, because of the actions you perform. Other people, other non-Muslims, even ex-Muslims, don't have the same problem that you do. There's a, a pattern, and for some reason you're not you're not clocking onto it. Like here, another community post. Me, I think you are wrong. Here is why. They shut up, you filthy liar. They, they, they shut up, you filthy liar. I ask my followers not to engage with the devil! Exclamation mark. Like they, uh, me. Let's debate then. They. How dare you, like, caps locks, exclamation, you are clearly evil, blah, blah, blah. Like, what else did he say? There was another thing. So after the discussion we had, shocking news, the four Muslims who invited me for a debate, this was two days ago, um, for a debate, which I gladly accepted, have rejected my invitation for a debate on Islam. So I know Sharif rejected, and I think Jake rejected. I haven't even answered you at this point. And I was considering, I was thinking we would, and at this point, it's just, I'm not going to bother, but I don't know, Abdul Rahman, have you explicitly rejected anything? No, I haven't right. even received an offer. I mean, he said something in this chat that I didn't even reply to. But then the problem is, again, with these tactics, this approach, why? Yeah, why yeah. You, I mean, he even said to Sharif, Sharif sent the screenshots of the interactions he had with him that, you know, he's basically, he's, he's trying to message him before he goes public and it might make us look dishonest. Where is the dishonesty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anybody, I mean, we don't want to share private conversations. We did. We did. Screenshot. Yeah, I mean, I mean, come on, uh, uh, Ridwan. Uh, uh, I know English isn't your first language, and that's okay. But you see that point four you put there in the email, right? That you know, I'd like to invite Jake and Yusuf. First of all, it's an invitation. It doesn't look like a condition because an invitation has to be accepted. That's first of all, right? Second of all, yeah, in the we're reply, inviting you to Islam, my friend. Exactly. I invite you to Islam, Ridman. <laughs> you have to accept it. First of all, it's an invitation. Second of all, second of all, 
the response to you was, we will discuss this after the stream. That was explicit. We will discuss. Do you think that meant that we will have a discussion on your channel after the stream? After the stream, it, it meant we will discuss this point four after the stream. It's simple English, Ridvan, that we will discuss whether or not the invitation is going to be accepted after the stream. And now again, here in the comments, he's saying it's deception. These are these are these are very bad tactics. It's very very bad, childish, you know, uh, 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 polemical approach approach to 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 engage people, right? Nobody, nobody made any promise to come on your 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 channel, and it's not like we even uh, avoided answering that fourth point in your email response. Ex we explicitly said that it will be discussed after the stream. We didn't even discuss it internally. It's not like the person who replied to you in the email came and discussed it with us and was like, "Oh, we don't want to go on his channel, so tell him this for now." It's, 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 you exclusively invited Yusuf and Jake. It's up to them. James, a, a Christian friend of ours, James is tired. He has a channel. He he was in the chat right now. He was he was just saying, and by his, by, I mean because you you trust Christians, right? He knows that Jake was considering debating you before this whole thing, right? So it's not like we conspired on, hey, let's tell him we're gonna discuss it later and then reject. Well, we already said we're gonna discuss it later. That there's no promise made there, man. It's just simple English, and you calling it deception is just very. A sad, childish, and you know, disappointing. Well, I thought we were going to have a good discussion. Maybe, maybe, maybe a good couple of discussions with your approach. You had a very nice approach. You replied to emails very politely, and then you go do stuff like this. I mean, it's really, yeah. it's really, it's really childish, to be honest. Yeah. So this is look. So the four Muslims who invited me rejected. So you got a rejection from two, and then you've insinuated all four, despite not having heard anything. So. What you did do is you jumped on a stream I was having where we were discussing uh, Aaron Ra. With yeah, and look what he's saying here. Look what he's saying here. Again, this simple I, English. I I'm will sorry, come, but I, I also invite you I to come. I need to say something. I need yeah, to go say ahead. something. This is what this is. Okay, this is like you, you ask a girl out, right, or <laughs> or you propose to a woman, and she rejects you. But because you you just simply gave an invitation, you accept. <laughs> you expect that she's going to accept. You sound like a dude that just got rejected by a woman. That's that's what you sound like. And now and he's explicitly and, saying it. Yeah, here in the comment. Yeah, and now you're complaining and whining about it and saying that we're dishonest. Oh well, she said that she would hear me out, but then you know she wound up rejecting me. Are you kidding me, dude? You sound like a guy who's pissed off that the girl of his dreams just dropped him like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Especially anyway, saying it here in this comment. A, I will come, but also I invite you to come, right? Okay, I mean, even if you said it like that, which you didn't, right? Even if you said it like that, it's I will invite you to come. If I could highlight the word invite on the stream, I'd highlight it. That's what Jake is saying right now. That an invitation or a proposal doesn't necessitate any kind of promise, or, or you know, no, no contract was signed there, right? And then our response: Yes, we will discuss it after the show. What are we going to discuss? The invitation, right? But you're so shocked after the show. So will you join me? No. What's wrong with that? <laughs> That's the discussion. <laughs> What's it's, it's, it's almost as if you think we will discuss it after the show is synonymous with 
we will accept your invitation after the show. Those two are very different sentences. Maybe, Ridvan, that's why you were having such a hard time presenting two propositions that are contradictory, right? The, this sentence and the sentence, we will accept your invitation after the show, are not synonymous. They're different. You know, I'm not trying to pick on your English. I know it's not your first language, but this is pretty straightforward, right? This is this is very simple. So yeah, I think it's pretty clear for anyone, any any neutral person with the slightest amount of reasonable uh, or, or the slight slightest amount of neutrality will 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 see yeah. this. I, I think much. I think he recognizes the discussion they had with us didn't go well. Now at the beginning of the stream, after when you weren't here. I did say, I asked a question to the other brothers, were we too nice to Ridwan? Because some people are saying we were too nice. And I said that in the stream, we didn't want to give any excuse to anybody to say that we were badgering him, we were speaking over him, we weren't allowing him time, anything like that. Because we wanted to just purely focus upon the ideas. This is what we wanted to do. And that's, you know, so no, there's no etiquette issues, adab issues that are getting in the way in focusing upon the stream that's what we we said very you know at the beginning uh, but now the problem is is that ridwan is taking that niceness that we exemplified and we continue to exemplify and he's trying to take advantage of it and he's trying to sort of create a narrative because he didn't feel that the discussion went very well for him so now he's trying to give this uh, you know impression that we're not willing to come on his show because for some reason, we're scared of him. It's like, bro, bro, we're not. Nobody's scared of you. It's, it's just that. And I read my response out to the guys at the beginning of the show. I don't think you're philosophically or intellectually equipped with these types of discussions. Uh, I don't think, you know, I think you don't need to go away and do more reading on this. Uh, I don't particularly like the way and the, uh, the way your channel comes across. I don't like the way that you... Uh, appeal to a, a very anti-Islamic or stroke Islamophobic and um, you know uh, uh, audience that you have. I don't particularly like the way you caricature Muslims uh, and things that you do. Yeah. So all of these things and all these factors taken together, and the way you have behaved after the show, reinforces to me particularly, yeah, that it is not worth engaging with you uh, on your show in the future. I wouldn't do that. End of, yeah. There's another thing as well. Like I, I'm trying to find it on his. Uh, let me pull it up. Basically, he made a post talking about how Muslims are behind um, in yeah. philosophy. Now, I, I want to bring this up. Uh, so this is our brother, former atheist. Mm. Uh, so he he's he's shown it. Um, in the tweet. So here you can say, you can see uh, the Muslims are 500 years behind in philosophy. This is really, really cheap coming from him. Science and anthropology, but are so blind and confused, they accuse the advanced ones of being ignorant. Advanced, <laughs> advanced ones, Ridvan, in philosophy. Are you really going to try and make the claim here now that you're the advanced one in philosophy? Uh, which one are you, Jake? Uh, is it, I guess it's bottom one. Have I pulled the right one on? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's me. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he's the last guy to talk because as I read the message last time, and I'll, I'll read it again, what he said, he explicitly stated, I admit my faults. I think I am an amateur debater 
and a beginning to philosophical discussions. Okay, so you are the last one to talk about being a beginner and not equipped to discuss philosophy. You're just mad that you came to a discussion. You happen to get owned by four Muslims in a philosophical discussion, and now you're whining about it. Okay, and then you went to Twitter making this post saying that we're way behind. Well, if we're that was way on, behind, if that we're was way behind, YouTube. then where are you? Yeah. Well, okay, yeah, you that, went to YouTube. Where is he? It. If we're behind, where is he? I mean, then he would be non-existent. Yeah, definitely. But he's even deleted that tweet. So he's made it, which is even funnier. Yeah, but he didn't delete it on YouTube. Is that it? No, he has deleted it on YouTube. That's why. He, um, so Full Metal Fear screenshotted it from YouTube. Yeah. And then he. it looks like he's deleted it. I don't know. Maybe he did it a lot longer ago. But like the audacity, man, like accuse the advanced ones. You <laughs> you're, are you really he referring to tell, He couldn't even tell me if a single thing out of everything that exists is contingent. Are you kidding me? It's irrelevant. So yeah, it's irrelevant. Now, let me tell admitted. you something. Let me tell you something. You're, Sharif, I'm know. sorry to say, but you're wrong on this one. You're telling him to go read more philosophy? No, he doesn't even understand what the word invitation means. That's why I said, go back and pick up Dr. Seuss. When you're done with Dr. Seuss series, then I'll send you some links of philosophy that you should pick up and read. But, and he's saying now in the comments, he didn't say I. Now, as far as I was aware, this was posted after our discussion. After our discussion. Exactly. Exactly. And oh, but it was not. Re it's irrelevant to that. It had no, there's no connection between it whatsoever. I mean, come on, dude. You're not fooling us. I know. I know. And, and okay, the fact okay. that he deleted it. One second, I'm trying to find it here. 500. No, he's deleted it. So he's made that post. He's deleted it. I, rem I remember because that was posted after it. It, yeah, it was. I'll uh, I'll double check with uh, Full Metal Feast, but I'm pretty sure it was posted after. Who else would it be referring to? He's just come off a debate with Muslims, and he's being accused of being behind in philosophy. This is one of the the major accusations that have been pummeled against him since appearing on the podcast. Is that he's philosophically inequipped? That he like that he he just has no idea what he's talking about whatsoever. And that was made completely apparent in the discussion. Then he made that and then deleted it. And you, you're trying to tell us that that had nothing to do with you, that you weren't inferring. Because even in the comments that we brought up before, where you were talking about that statement that Brother Sharif had made on Benjamin J. Park's comment, whatever it was, you were talking as if you knew what was going on. And as if you were sort of, you know, uh, you know, it's a, it's a mistake, blah, 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 blah. Like you were heavily advanced in that subject area. And as if Sheriff was the one that was inequipped or, <laughs> bro, I need to stop calling you, bro. I don't even want to. It's a habit. It's annoying. I don't know, guys. You, you, you be the judge. I think it's quite clear. He's, uh, he's done this numerous times where he just tries to wiggle out of it. Am I the only one here now? Where is everyone? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, bro. Sorry. I was going to say, you. Yusuf, we might as well uh, wrap it up. This. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think we, look, I, I don't. I feel. I, I, half of me feels a bit, you know, sorry for uh, Ridwan. Yeah. 
although I do think he's a bit of an author of his own problems in this one. Yeah. Uh, and and like I said, I just want to reiterate the point. We we didn't want him to feel badgered. We didn't want him to feel like he was being harangued or debated against or picked upon by four Muslims or anything like that. We we wanted to explain to him our position. I actually thought we'd probably come to agree, and I think to an extent he did agree that it is reasonable and justified to believe in one God. Um, you know, so I, I don't want him to, you know, people to think, oh, we were there just to humiliate the guy or anything like that. I think we were there to demonstrate how to approach these types of discussions. Yeah, I'm hoping for something of, genuine to come out of it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and uh, maybe an opportunity to express it to his own uh, audience as well in terms of our ideas as well. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, so, you know. I think for for me the chapter's closed in terms of AP. You know, uh, we we have other streams that we want to do. We might bring on other people. Pine Creek maybe. <laughs> yeah, Abdul will look forward to that one. Inshallah. <laughs> You're muted, bro. Yeah, it was Abdul that did it, not me. <laughs> you muted. But yeah. All oh, right. Okay. But yeah, so we'll, we'll end it there, guys. Um, so thank you to everyone for watching. Uh, I hope you see things as uh, clearly as they are, inshallah. Um, other than that, we'll just make reference to, um, obviously, our previous episodes. You can check them out. Make sure you subscribe, if you haven't already, to the Thought Adventure podcast and turn on all the notifications. Uh, you can do so by clicking the bell next to the subscribe button. And that way you will get notified when we do a new stream. So next week or the week after, I can't remember when. Probably next week, week is, is next, next week. week's problem of evil with Dr. Safrok Chowdhury. Dr. Safrok Chowdhury, I actually went to university with him at King's College London a number of years ago. Uh, he did a degree in philosophy. I think he did an MA in philosophy. He did his PhD in Islamic studies. He studied at Al-Azhar University. He lectured in Arabic, Islamic studies and philosophy at places like SOAS and Birkbeck uh, College, which are like red brick colleges. This guy, mashallah, is a very knowledgeable uh, brother who's got grounded within these traditional Islamic sciences, but also is uh, very much aware in terms of, uh, you know, in terms of his studies and academics, uh, academia in philosophy. He's been invited around the world to uh, to release some of his papers, he's written books, and he's actually written a book on the problem of evil. So he's going to be joining us uh, next week, inshallah. Inshallah. So make sure to tune in for that because that should be a really good discussion. And then, inshallah, like we mentioned, um, in the future we'll do a discussion on the free will versus predetermination uh, topic as well. Um, maybe after that one, I don't know if it'll be the week after or two weeks after. Um, we'll have a chat about that, inshallah, and check our schedules. And we'll do that one as well. And so we'll we'll go over that subject and we'll give a whole stream specifically to it. Um, and inshallah, I'll go into an, a lot more detail. Yeah. Um, other than that, if you want, you can also find us on podcasts. Um, so I think we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and whichever one else. I think we're on all of them. Um, so if you like to listen to things in your car and stuff like that, you can check us out there. Um, thank you to everyone who's become a member. Brother today. Asadullah wants to say something. Sorry to cut you off, Yusuf. He yeah, said, no problem. Can I say something? So let's let him say it. <laughs> yeah, you can jump on the stream, but can you send? Uh, I'll send him the link. Uh, one moment. 
So I'll send him that. Uh, and while I'm sending him that, uh, brothers and sisters, um, he, he wants we... to say it in chat. So yeah, yeah. Go go on, go on. Sorry, Yusuf. Am I sending him the link, or is he saying it in the chat? He's saying it in chat. Okay, okay. I won't send the link then. Um, you can jump on, bro. It'd probably be a lot easier. Let me know if you want to jump on. And I'll send you the link, um, and you could just say it then. Better to come from the the horse's mouth. But uh, yeah, so you can. Thank you for everyone who's become a member. You can become a member by clicking join um, below the the video. Um, if not, you can find you can join and become a member by going. Uh, okay, yeah, you can say it in voice. All right, I'll send him the link. Uh, if you want, if you can't go through, because I know some people struggle to uh, do it by clicking the button. You can type in the browser youtube.com forward slash thought adventure podcast. Uh, where is he? There he is. Thought Adventure Podcast forward slash join. And that will allow you. I, I think I've got the link here as well. So I can pull that up. And inshallah, that way you can become a member too. Here it is. Uh, so if you type that in, that'll give you access to the, the tier system that we have. And um, we also have a Patreon. So you can check that out in the links in the description. Um, FYI, I did notice someone said we're making haram money. Um, from AP's donations. We don't want his money. We're going to donate it. And that $20 he donated to my stream as well. All of that will go 50%, uh, we said, we'll do to Palestine, and then 50% to Kashmiri Muslims uh, and the issues that they're facing. So uh, they can have that money, inshallah, and it will benefit them. Um, we don't want your money. So, yeah, just keep that in mind. But other than that, uh, I've sent Asadullah the... Here he is, mashallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I just wanted to make a general point, if you don't mind, just regarding something that I'm very passionate about. Uh, yeah, and I think that this discussion kind of helped to reveal that. But um, just a personal anecdote for me is that um, when I started my career in philosophy, and I think all of you as well, uh, those of you who who have uh, that education here, and I think everyone's qualified in this chat. Um, one of the things that really, the first thing you really learn in the beginning is that you don't know anything. <laughs> you really don't know what's going on. You don't you don't know what you're learning even at some point. And then eventually, even as you learn more and more and more, there's still so much that's revealed to you. And I think this has to do with uh, this is this is relevant for every form of knowledge, every expertise, right? And the thing is that if you're really truly sincere about your education, about learning subjects, you also don't go out of your way to challenge or posture or behave as though you're something that you're not because you know it's so easy to be corrected. You know it's so easy to be humiliated. You know it's so easy that your academic senior can just come over and slap you around and make you look like an imbecile, right? <laughs> Even, you know, the moment that you come out and you act so certain of something, you know you're going to get shoved under someone's foot, right? And the thing is we live in a time period where that whole that that whole understanding of expertise and that whole reality of, of of being limited in your perception and not being an expert in something has been lost. Everyone thinks that they're on the same level. Like you know, like you, you're bringing on uh, was uh, Doctor Chowdhury, correct? Is that did I say yeah. his name? Yeah. yeah. So Stop, like, Stop, if, Chowdhury, yeah. I may disagree with him. I've disagreed with some of my teachers. Like I studied under Said Naqib Alatas and his students. Okay, but I would never. Wallahi, I would never challenge them to a debate out of respect and just out of fear of being humiliated by their knowledge. 
even though they're fallible and I recognize I would never do that. I am not an idiot. <laughs> and I just feel like that is completely lost on everyone today. Um, especially among those who have not been educated in the subject. And I just, I just want to say this out to the chat and everyone in general, please gain that sense of humility back, understand that you don't know things. And if people on this panel who are educated on the subject can come out and say, look, um, you know, even we wouldn't do this, we wouldn't go against our own academic seniors, then why are there people out there who have absolutely no knowledge of a subject thinking they can challenge every single person in like an academic department and, and be on equal playing field? Like, I don't, do, do you not see how arrogant that is? I mean, can you yeah. not comprehend that? I mean, I'm just, I, I just want to be frank with all of you. I've been, I've been saying, I've been preaching about this forever, but if anything, if any of these discussions on tap have shown you, I, I hope that that's evidence, you know, and I hope that you understand that. So that's just my personal uh, statement. So I yeah. hope that, uh, okay, I'm done. Celebrity, celebrity intellectualism and what the internet has done, you know, this, this, uh, this hype, around being an internet intellectual i think is something that uh is definitely affecting a lot of people to say the least and and i think it's very very damaging so i definitely agree with every word you said here yeah. and then the, the people say it's oh it's elitism oh how dare you you know because they have this idea that knowledge is a democracy it's not a democracy if it was we would never have any progress because every moron yeah. on the planet would have an opinion and then exactly. there's nothing would get done so you know exactly I agree with everything you said there. You. Amazing. Right. Jazakallah khair. Jazakallah khair, bro. All right. Take care. Inshallah. Wa alaikum salam. Thanks for having me on. Jazakallah khair. Jazakallah khair. So yeah, alhamdulillah. Uh, we'll wrap up there. I did say I wanted to show, because he, he even gave $10 to mention that hadith. Um, like I say, Brother Farid has, has dealt with it. Um, we'll end by just playing the video and then we'll let it sort of wrap up there. I'm not going to play the whole thing. If you want to watch the whole thing, just search debunked the sun sets in a muddy spring. Um, I'm just starting a little bit into it. Uh, there's probably going to be... Uh, by the way, just one comment on uh, what he Go said. For, for those who know me, that is my pet peeve and what I constantly rant about. So uh, the guy's generally know that that's what i complain about that most people come around and they talk about things that they have no idea about and they're so bold and so arrogant but yet they really don't know very much at all and that's the sad situation that we're in uh i'm not just limited to ap or anybody it's just it's really just uh, rampant throughout culture especially these online debating uh scene it's uh, it's unfortunate, but it's the way it is right now. I oh, see. So he doesn't see it, does he? It's just not. It's not going in. <laughs> Me, I am inexperienced in debates and philosophy, but and the thing is as well, when he does this, he says me, and then he makes it sound like he's a proper gentleman, doesn't he? Like he puts these things forward without. <sighs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. So brothers and sisters. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to Farid Responds if you haven't already. He's got a full playlist. Full playlist going through all of Ridwan's silly claims um, that have been dealt with. And he's not responded to many of them. I, I think the most he said about this one was he didn't see it as sufficient. Apparently that, that's enough to, 
to debunk the debunked video. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll end here. Um, I'll play the video, and then you'll just see the end the exit uh, video played after Farid's video has concluded. Um, so we'll say farewell. Salamu alaikum. Jazakallah khair for joining us. May Allah bless you all. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Insha'Allah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Oh, awkward. I said that way too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I should have brought the video up first. <laughs> there we go. You are going to give a lesson in hadith sciences, Ya Ridwan? Okay, let me show you how this is done. The Prophet, peace be upon him, narrated the hadith to Abu Dhar. Abu Dhar narrated to Yazid bin Sharik. Yazid narrated to Ibrahim. Now pay attention. And Abdul Taymi all narrated the same hadith without mentioning anything about the sun going into a spring. On the other hand, the hadith in Sunan Abi Dawood that the Bran is quoting is the hadith of Sufyan bin Hussein from Al Hakam bin Utaybah from Ibrahim. This is the one that speaks of the sun setting in a murky spring. Al Hakam is outnumbered five to one, and therefore this wording is rejected as an addition. It should be noted that I do not personally believe that this is a misattribution to Ibrahim from Al Hakam. Rather, it's more likely that this is from his student Sufyan, who has been criticized by some scholars of hadith. Also, none of the students of al-Hakam narrated this hadith from him except Sufyan, which makes it likelier that this is a mistake from Sufyan. Now, Ridwan may insist as much as he likes that the addition of Sufyan is acceptable. But seriously, who cares what Ridwan thinks? Let's assume for a moment that Ridwan's addition is correct. That would mean that the sun, at the end of a long day, soaks into a muddy spring, now, please ignore the fact that our artist placed the murky spring in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Um, anyways, while the sun is bathing, it finds the throne of God under the water and then starts to um, prostrate towards it. Now, the issue with this ridiculous understanding is that the throne of Allah is not underwater, but it is above the heavens. More importantly, the throne is larger than the heavens and earth. So to conclude, the addition in this hadith strongly contradicts established aspects of Islamic ideology. But carry on, Ridwan, please. Now, if we accepted for a second that the hadith was indeed wrong, which makes it a bombastic coincidence that such a Quran verse and such a hadith both exist. Actually, it wouldn't be a coincidence. The addition in the hadith is due to the narrator's misunderstanding of the Quranic verse and then adding it into the hadith. But please do go on. Then we could take an alternative and see this. Narrated by Abu Dhar. Once I was with the Prophet in the mosque at sunset time. The Prophet said, Oh, Abu Dhar, do you know where the sun sets? I replied, Allah and his apostle know best. Again, you shouldn't have said that. He said, it goes and prostrates underneath Allah's throne. First of all, yes. This is the correct hadith. It is the hadith in Sahih al-Bukhari, as we can see, and it clearly conflicts with the verse that speaks of Dhul Qarnayn's perception. The words of the Prophet, peace be upon him, are clear, and it is quite obvious that he's speaking of a reality and not a perception. Ridvan, get it through your skull that the Prophet, peace be upon him, refutes your understanding of the verse. He refutes it. Not a 21st century Muslim scholar. He, the Prophet, refutes it. Okay? Now that we've gotten all that muddy spring stuff out of the way, we can finally discuss the meaning of this hadith. Ridvan sees this hadith as silly because of what he projects upon the Prophet, peace be upon him. In his mind, the son probably grew a pair of hands and legs in order to prostrate. Ridvan thinks that modern science was able to disprove this understanding. But to be honest, this was not the correct understanding in the first place. The Quran affirms that stars and trees both prostrate to Allah Ta'ala after all. Surely, the Arabs didn't observe trees growing arms and legs in order to prostrate, which means that the Arabs held the view that there was a metaphysical element in play. Furthermore, if we were to apply an advanced projection, the sun would be going under the flat earth in order to prostrate under the throne. And as we all know, the Prophet, peace be upon him, in multiple hadiths states that the throne is above the heavens and not under the earth. So like the first hadith of Sufyan in Sunan Abi Dawood, we fall into a contradiction due to this shallow understanding. Of course, this begs the question. 
how does the sun go under the throne? And the answer, as you can assume, is that it is a metaphysical matter. The throne is not observable, nor is the sun's prostration observable. So don't expect NASA, let alone Rudvan, to debunk this using science. All right, boys, I'm done. I'm going to take a day or two off now. Probably going to jump into a hot spring to join my good old friend, Mr. Sun. Yalla, guys. Assalamu alaikum.